Sultans of Slam podcast for April the 2nd, 2016. Here we are, sandwiched in WrestleMania 32 weekend. I'm joined uh, by Andrew, of course, and I'm Lee. Hello. The, the only two voices you've ever heard on this podcast, <laughs> so I don't know why anything would have changed. Uh, it's early uh, today. I know you had a late night. Uh, I kind of did too. You were busy like doing things. I was just sitting on yeah. the couch playing video games. Uh, <laughs> but I uh, did manage to take in NXT, and you ended up watching it this morning. The NXT yeah. Takeover show, of course, fresh in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, if you don't know what NXT is, the de- 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 <laughs> developmental league of the WWE, and they did their own pay per view uh, last night to a, cr- a sold out crowd of nine thousand, I believe, uh, in Dallas, Texas, uh, and it was a fantastic show. But let's take it all the way back. To this past Monday on Raw and talk about the go-home show on Raw and the build-up to WrestleMania. We've we've been meaning to do more shows leading up to WrestleMania, but there's been nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about, and every time we've tried, we've just kind of been halted. <laughs> uh, act of God, so to speak. Um, but yeah, so I mean, the WrestleMania card uh, is changing every day. Uh, yesterday we learned there's a new stipulation to the heavyweight uh, championship match. It's yeah. a no DQ match. Surprise. And it was only via advertisements that nobody's really seen yet. That blows it all the way open, because like, people might be more hyped for the build-up to that match, knowing that anybody can run in, and that we're not just stuck with Roman Reigns. Well, and, and, the best, and the best part was, there were so many stipulations for WrestleMania, it was like, they didn't want to put an, a, a stipulation on it, because they had so many of them, now they're putting a stipulation on it, yeah. because they have to. All anybody who's worked with Vince McMahon has to say is, you never put a gimmick on a gimmick, one gimmick will sell itself, uh, and here we have a Hell in a Cell match... With the fate of the WWE, uh, you know, it, it, it just keeps going. Uh, so, anyways, let's let's run down what happened on Raw, uh, which I watched most of. Didn't uh, I've I've been kind of like fading in and out of Raw, honestly, for the last few weeks. Like, I'll watch most of an episode and be like, I got it, and like, I haven't missed a beat. Like, there's three hour Raw. Yeah, just just waiting to hear like the promos uh, from Triple H and Shane and stuff like that to see if they're gonna try to sell the match in any way. And uh, no, uh, <laughs> Shane, Shane never really delivered the promo you were waiting for. Uh, Throughout all of this, it kind of they just kind of set set it on rails, and it'll be what it's going to be, I guess. Well, you jumped through that table that we always wanted, but that's right. Uh, well, presumably because you can't jump through an announcer table in a Hell in a Cell match. Uh, <laughs> you can go through the cell though. Yeah, Goldberg can spear you through a cell. Uh, all right, so uh, the Undertaker kicked off uh, this week's show. Of course, uh, he's he's talking crap. Shane McMahon comes out, uh, cuts his promo on him. Shane, who visited the tanning salon at some point. Uh, over the last week or so, uh, he's looking good. He's looking browned, uh, ready for WrestleMania there in Dallas. Been training hard uh, on and off the field. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that ends with another squabble. Uh, Undertaker, I believe, sold the punches here a little better than on a previous week of Raw, uh, where it looked kind of silly. And then Shane, of course, puts Undertaker through the table. Not not before, uh, of course, nicking him in the eye and giving him a real nice shiner for Sunday. Oh yeah. Uh, that was bad. That like that could have been much worse if it hit him in the eye. So. Oh, if it hit him square, it would yeah, he would have been black, literally black and blue for that entire oh. show. Uh, apparently, next Zack Ryder fought Chris Jericho. I don't remember this. <laughs> I, I think I watched it. I don't remember it at all. Uh, yeah, it was. It, we, we've seen it so many times, and they tried the distraction angle again. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Zack Ryder apparently is in the Intercontinental Ladder Match. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Whatever. 
I think he was a last-minute addition because they lost, uh, they lost they lost someone to injury. Uh, uh, Neville. They lost oh, ne- yeah, they yeah, lost yeah. Neville, so they added in Stardust and uh, Zack Ryder. And you know what? So they replaced him with two people? <laughs> okay. Well, two halves, I guess, to make a hole. <laughs> but to be honest, I think Zack Ryder gets a really bad rig a lot of the time. He is quite talented. He just gets put in hell. Really Absolutely. Situations where he's kind of left to be half-hearted. I mean, that's not our fault. <laughs> At the end of the day, no, we not. like. I, I'd like to love him, but uh, if you don't ever see him, then so be it. This was uh, this was a big show for people returning to Raw uh, after not being on it for a long time. When you really think about it, and what better time than the last show before WrestleMania to have a bunch of new faces show up? Basically, <laughs> uh, so we had Becky Lynch uh, versus Charlotte. I think Sasha Banks was at ringside, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, and there, of course, it was it was there was no stakes in this match. It was just hey, uh, these three girls are going to fight on Sunday. Woo. <laughs> it, it's, it's the same thing we've seen before Just uh, a different, different recipe really Big Show and Kane Who were actually adversaries on last week's Raw Kane attacked Big Show Are now teamed up Inexplicably uh, To fight the uh, the social outcasts uh, There was a cool quadruple chokeslam uh, Spot in this Social outcasts are fun I don't know they're, they're, they're fun but at times they can just become a little stale Again if if their whole being is They come out they're they're mildly funny and then get the tar kicked out of them. That's fine. That's that's all we need out of them. I think. <laughs> uh, at a certain point, next uh, Triple H came, came out and talked for what seemed like 14 minutes about nothing. Uh, just kind of cut a promo on determination and being the man and what whatever. Fine. His he talked about his obsession and how this yeah. is his obsession. You're He's always, obsessed. About you're always a, a obsession. you're always safe with a Triple H promo, like just like a, a Paulie uh, promo. It's a, even if nothing is said, it's safe. It's fine. They're entertaining enough, I guess. I don't know. And, and, I don't know. And, and, I mean, well, you you know you get something good, but we've seen it so often that it becomes it's so confusing though again. because like the build up to the match is Roman Reigns is just not killing spree now. He's just showing up and beating people up. Like that's all he's done for the past couple weeks. And then Triple H is still cutting the heelish promo, but no, but no one sees him as a heel in this match, so it, it ends up meaning nothing. And it, like he's just, it's just big talk, and it's really difficult because that's what we asked for. We asked for him to shut his mouth and beat yeah. people up. Now he's doing it. We're still unhappy. We'll do it. It's too little, too late, man. I don't, I'm over it. Uh, next up, we had uh, Kofi Kingston versus Alberto Del Rio. Um, and then after this, uh, Coach from ESPN? Is that who that was? Yeah, I was Coach. Uh, he came out and he said ESPN's gonna be in Dallas covering WrestleMania as if it were a real sporting event. No, he didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> but it was heavily implied. Uh, so, so, yeah, we got New Day, of course, and Leave Nations at WrestleMania, so this was setting that up. Again, why, why you would show everybody basically bad versions of the match you'll get on Sunday always is, I don't understand it. Like... Here's a quarter of what you might see on... And then, of course, we had uh, part of the Ascension, Connor versus Kalisto. Yeah. I... it So uninteresting. Kalisto's, like, the most uninteresting champion. It's... He's, again, put in a, put in a bad position. Like, he's gotten, like, no air, real airtime. There's been no story. There's been oh, nothing. Oh, he gets lots of airtime. Oh, uh... Ah. He, he jumps. But, like... He... He, he goes out there, fights his match. That's it. There's there's no promo work. There is just what's happened on the mat, and then Ryback comes out going this grunting. Yeah, and then he's oh, grab mat, that brass ring. A match is made. Yeah, he's grunted towards that brass ring. <laughs> that's that's all you need to know. Uh, so uh, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar are out. They're cutting promos. Paul Heyman says the word weapon, 
and is is immediately fired upon getting back to the dressing room. <laughs> uh, speaking of weapon, Dean Ambrose comes out with a little red wagon and fills it with a bunch of weapons that are hidden under the ring, um, what, including like the the barbed wire wrapped bat. Why he would just give that to props and they would they would pack it under the ring is kind of perplexing. Why that wouldn't be just a thing? I guess he can't take it through the airport. I think that's absolutely fabulous. The fact that like they put it out there so he could just <laughs> grab yeah. it. No, it's funny. Or or the or the idea in general that uh, Dean Ambrose just you know <laughs> walked out there himself, placed yeah. it all up the ring to grab. Well, it I remember later. the was it the it was the Hell in a Cell with uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, which was kind of the uh, the final meetup of those two guys before they moved on to different programs. And uh, Dean Ambrose came out with the kendo sticks and climbed the cage, and he just had like the bag full of weapons on his back, and he was just standing on top whipping them around. That's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, that should be the match that's in the Hell in the Cell, not the Shane Undertaker thing, but whatever. Undertaker, Hell in the Cell, it all makes sense. Uh, next up, we have uh, as many divas as you can count. Uh, we have Team Total Divas, I guess, which consists of Paige, Natalia, uh, Brie, and Alicia Fox. Uh, and then out comes uh, Emma wearing shades, so you know she's bad, Emma. Well, then, uh, that, that's been her gimmick on NXT for a while. Yeah. She just hasn't really come to Raw until now, doesn't, I don't think. Doesn't do the, yeah, but Emma has been off Raw for... A long Probably time. 12 months or so, like even... Uh, last time she was... You know, like Snagglepuss. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, the last time she showed up, she was doing the dance and there was bubbles. Uh, it was... Well, oh, yeah, and that was also around the time that she used to also dance with Santino. Oh, yeah. Alright, so, uh, she comes out leading the badass team of her, Lana, uh, Team Bad, which is Tamina and Naomi... And there was one... Summer Rae was also with, with oh, them. Oh, how yeah. can we forget? Team X Total Divas. <laughs> uh, so it's yeah, right there, the numbers advantage. It's five on four. Uh, it's Paige versus Emma. Uh, then there's just a brawl erupts. Lana's standing there without a partner to beat up, because let's be honest here, Lana's probably not great at wrestling. Um, and uh, then... The Savior. <laughs> Eve Marie. It absolutely infuriates me how much they love this woman. I don't understand. I really don't. She's nice to look at. That's it. Yeah, that, that is literally it. And, and even at that, I mean, she can't even sell herself. She comes. She's she's there to interrupt to save them. Yeah. But she comes out to her music. She stands on stage, bounces her hips back and forth once, points <laughs> at them, and then runs down the ramp to fucking save them. Are you serious? Are you kidding me? The point of your interference is to help them, and you stand there watching them get beaten up, and then run to the ring. Are you kidding me? It was more dramatic that way. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely stupid. Not to mention when she goes out there, really no one next to her wanted to hold her hand when they all raised their hands. It's It's been an inevitability for the past, like, year that she's coming up to the main roster. Um, but she's done nothing. People like Bailey, who deserve to be up there and oh, actually yeah. fight and, have, and actually have a personality. You don't want Bailey wrapped up in, in this. No, 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 no. But <laughs> you, you, you could develop something better than just take, saying, oh, man, we're going to take, like, you know, five and five put it together and we'll see what happens. We'll, of course. We'll, we'll give them airtime for the second. The entire Mania airtime. card is you could have done something better. The the Mania card. You could have done something better 32. Uh, laid up with the injuries that they are uh, and not willing to really shake things up. Like, just kind of slotting people in where other people would have been. You know, your Zack Riders and Stardusts in place of Neville. Uh, your Roman Reigns probably in place of Seth Rollins. Let's be honest. He probably still would have been holding the belt at this point. Uh... You know, they're they're stuck with what they got, man. They got Shane O'Mac fighting The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Come on now. <laughs> let's let's be real here. They're so they're so desperate right now. I can't I can't blame them yet. I just I uh, have to. Kevin Owens comes out uh and he and he talks some crap. Uh and then there's of course uh, a three on three. I believe it's Miz, Kevin Owens, and uh who's their who's their third? I have it here. I could just I could just easily look down. <laughs> totally uh, it was Stardust the Miz and Kevin Owens uh versus Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn and Sin Cara. 
So, you, so Ziggler, Zayn, and Kara are your faces. Ziggler again, who is the top heel in the company according to uh, Triple H. <laughs> uh, here teamed up with two, I would say, good guys against uh, uh, a stable of, of bad guys. Uh, no, no, Zack Ryder shows up here, even though he's the seventh man in this ladder match. He must have been doing something specific, either that or <laughs> working something, work, working something for NXT, or... recording his new ringtone. Woo <laughs> <laughs> What was it? He's the the only superstar right now that has the same theme since his inception. That's awesome. (laughs) Stick with it. He's like, he refuses to quit it. If he's going to get over, he's getting over with that music. That's it. Absolutely. Uh, I I don't remember how this match ended. I think this might be actually when we stopped watching uh, at lunch yesterday. And I didn't go back. Uh, the result was uh, Sami Zayn, Sin Cara, and Dolph Ziggler defeated Kevin Owens, Stardust, and The Miz. It doesn't really say how. I don't want to really find out. And that's going to be at Mania on Sunday anyhow. Uh, next up, we have the final hype for Triple H for Storm Reigns. I didn't see any of this. So if you want to take over and let me know how this Raw went off the air, um, I, I would be grateful eternally to you. <laughs> um, to be honest, I don't fully remember it in the back of my mind. It was because it was, it was so forgettable. It was I remember like... there was a garage door and Roman Reigns is standing there. Does that make sense? Or was that last week? I think that was last week. And then he attacks the the truck and pulls Triple H out of it, and Stephanie McMahon sounds like it. It it, it was real. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I don't know. Like it was, if I remember correctly, it was just, it was just them doing the exact same thing again, where they're <laughs> they're, they're they're feuding with each other. Yeah. And I, I I'm pretty sure they had like the Dudleys and everything, and they beat the piss out of them. Oh yeah, yeah no, we did watch that. I did we I yeah. No, we were eating pizza and talking about things that weren't what we were watching. Uh, you're right. So the Dudleys and Triple the Dudleys, sure, uh, and Triple H uh, gang up on Roman Reigns. Look at that guy. So we got soccer on in the background. And there was a guy who did not look human. Uh, number eight there. He looked like a PS2 character. Anyways, uh, we're also in Andrew's basement, by the way. We're not. We have never recorded here before, and this is, of course, uh, in in a scant what twelve hours. We'll be watching WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> a foreign um, environment. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, that's Raw. Um, ta-da! <laughs> it was it, it it was pathetic. Yep. It was it was really, it was it was a really really bad send off to Mania. I have seen far better Raws that have led to Mania. They 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 pulled all the stops just to build up, and they pulled all the stops afterwards. Yeah, they stretched nothing th- three episodes worth of content into six episodes or so, and it shows. That's that's basically all there is to say. <laughs> Also, I didn't know how long, how long Luke Harper uh, was going to be out. Yeah. Just looking at an article that's saying Luke Harper is possibly up for six months. He's staying out with John Cena. He'll knock that down to two and a half. That's true. Though, uh, Bray Wyatt did come out and say, like, publicly, this hurts a lot that Luke is hurt. Yeah, he's he really... Eric Rowan can wrestle, to be fair. Braun Strowman, not so much. If Bray's also kind of hurt with his back and, like... His his entire character is based on Eric Rowan and Braun Strowman fighting for him for the next six months. Yeah, he's uh, he's saying what needs to be said, I guess, <laughs> at that point. Anyways, let's move on to NXT TakeOver, which took place in Dallas Friday, April Fool's Night. Uh, we were all dealing with a blizzard here, because why not? It's Canada. Uh, just don't don't put that... Don't take the brush out of your car until, like, mid-July, because you might need it. I had to think. I was going to get my snow tires taken off. No, that's a fool's errand. All year round, and maybe get some chains on those bitches. Uh, you can't can't go wrong. So, Andrew, you, I believe, have the NXT card. I do. If you could refresh me. Let's let's run that down. Uh, spoilers, of course, if you haven't watched NXT TakeOver yet, and you should. Uh, we are going to spoil it. So, in, in no particular order, I'm just going to say the matches, and then we're going to sure. go through them. Uh, 
So starting off, singles well, singles match was Baron Corbin versus Austin Aries. Took place in the middle of the pay-per-view, but okay. Yeah, weird, uh, weird, weird card lineup, but I got to go Austin on. Aries was pretty hyped. Uh, the crowd was still behind Baron Corbin. There are people who like him. He's He looks good. He's like, when, when another guy's in the ring with him, he looks imposing. Like, he's big and wrestles a, a very, the, the a cra- big man style. The crowd was making fun of him, though. Yeah. For oh, his abs. They should. They were, they were actually... They're making fun of his abs? Yeah. Come on. They, they were chanting, we have better abs than you do. <laughs> Freaking crowd. Uh, you know, it was a really good match. Austin I, and Baron Corbin showed that he can work, like because like, usually he's he's worked with bigger guys. Yeah. Uh, but working with Austin Aries and working with a smaller person who's a little more acrobatic. Yeah. It, it, it really showed his diversity. How much he's true, truly learned, especially after they said in uh, that. <laughs> I feel bad because I can't remember what show it was. Uh, the it's NXT. It's all blurring together now. The, the NXT show where they went behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a while. I wish they hadn't stopped that show, but so so memorable. It was Is that the one that Tyler Breeze got brought up on. Yeah, okay. yeah that was in the last uh, the last scene. But ultimately, he really, really, really has worked on selling in the ring, mm-hmm. and that was his major issue. And he did a really good job of it. Austin Aries, uh, his first, I believe, his first actual match yes. that he's wrestled. Yeah, he did an insanely good job uh, for his first match working with Baron Corbin. I'm sure he's had practice, but he's from Milwaukee. No one's from Milwaukee. No, yeah, no one's from Milwaukee. <laughs> so, no, that was a good match. That was a good dynamic between the two of them. Uh, they did a good David and Goliath-style match, which is all you're kind of looking for from big guy, little guy. Oh, yeah, and, uh, and, and, and just to finish it yeah. off, uh, Corbin goes to the end of day's finisher. Uh, on a beaten down Aries out of nowhere. Uh, uh, sorry, Aries reverses it, gets the one, two, three, completely yep. out of the blue. W- what should have been the go-make-a-sandwich match of the pay-per-view uh, was as solid as the rest of the pay-per-view. So good f- good for the, both those guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and next, Dan. <laughs> the the order on this is just so mixed up. Uh, you know it's what? Fine. We're gonna do, we're gonna do this right. As long as you get this. the last two in the right order, that's all. We're, really we're, we're gonna do this right. Okay, uh, sure. That'd be a first for this podcast. <laughs> Chad Gable and Jason Jordan yeah. versus Dash and Dawson. So the revival. You, you watched it this morning. Did it also start kind of like already into this match when mm-hmm. you started watching it? When I started watching it, it did like here we go NXT takeover, and then it was already they were already all in the ring and about to fight. That's how the pay per view started for me. It was yeah, weird. no, that's weird. I, yeah. I, I saw I saw their, both their intros and okay. they came out and did, okay. their, did anyway, their thing. Uh, this was awesome. This, you this know match was highly choreographed, uh, or at least it seemed that way effortlessly. I, I remember watching uh, Jason Jordan from a year ago. Yeah, and he's still developing now. It's really impressive how much he truly is still learning. Super athletic. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, really cool. He, I mean, he was a wrestler. Chad Gable was a wrestler. And it's pretty much to the point of Jason Jordan's uh, weakness was the fact that he can't really do promos well. Yeah. And Chad Gable can. So they work so well together, and Jason Jordan just feeds off the promo work Absolutely. that Gable does. Like, there's, there's a lot of that. Uh, uh, was it Enzo and Cash? Cass, sorry. Uh, a lot of the same thing. Like, I, I believe when Cass first showed up, he, he wasn't saying much. Uh, and then he had the mouthpiece, and then, you know, you feed off that guy, your partner, and eventually you get the confidence, and then it all just clicks, man. NXT knows what they're doing with that. I don't, I, 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 <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure if all the credit should, should really start going to uh, to Triple H, or truthfully... Uh, I pa- pairing up the right guys, a guy who's confident on the mic with a guy who isn't, and just, like... It'll just happen. Like, it's just gonna... If, if they're dedicated enough, it's just gonna it's just gonna click, and it works, like... It seems to be working all over the damn place. Give, give, so. give Regal and Albert credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. 
But yeah, and then and you know what? I we we, t- we talked about American Alpha just now, but Dash and Dawson did a really good job. Yes, too. the sliding like man, there's there's a moment where he slides under the ring and there's a few spots like that. Gable, yeah, Gable's looking for the hot tag. Yeah, Pull, pulls out his legs. And yeah, and he comes yeah. under the ring, pulls his legs out, and then somehow he gets back. that uppercut. And he, yeah. he goes back to the other side later on, and he's, for some reason he's under the ring again. But he just pops up, uppercuts yeah. uh, Jason Jordan. His, I mean, his like awareness of where what where the match is at to do something like that with like within a couple of seconds. Like the window is not that big for this guy to be doing what he's doing. Oh, yeah, uh, they're fantastic. The, the match was very physical. Like there's a lot of like ooh, like oh man, that didn't look too good. Uh, moments in this, which is ideally, if if the guys are working properly, what you want out of a, a wrestling match like this, like utilizing every single person in the match. If they're not in the ring, they're not just standing there, holding the rope, waiting for the tag, or stomping on the stairs. They're act- actively trying to sabotage the other team, which is something you see all the time in NXT, and you see never, never. in the WWE ever. They're just standing there, or they're taunting. They're not part of the match. Absolutely. Uh, it's a play. Everybody who's on stage should be doing something, and this was a great example of that. Uh, and you have you have the the, the the underdogs, I guess, go over here. Oh so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the fan the fans were into this from from the get go, chanting, "This is awesome!" Jordan hits the uh, huge belly yeah, to belly the crowd, suplex. The crowd period was awesome in in this. And they they hit, thing. they hit they hit a double team finisher, which was like Jason Jordan lifting. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if if it was. Uh, Dash or Dawson, but up in the air, into the arms of Gable, and Gable just drops yeah. him for a backdrop. Which looked awesome. It did, and it was so super simple. <laughs> there was, a, I think, a uh, Dash and Dawson were going for a suplex at one point, and uh, it was a, Jordan just catches him in midair, and like yeah. they just, yeah, there's a lot of cool spots in this. Like, it's, it's worth watching. Like I said, it seemed highly choreographed, but effortlessly so. Uh, it looked like, you know, a, a, a fight in a play that had been you know, done time and time again. And I don't know what the timeline's like. I don't know how long these guys had to really plan a match like this, because they do pre-recording, right? So as yeah. far as we know, for a month, they could be planning this match. Uh, and if that's the case, it showed. And if not, holy crap, these guys are super talented. Awesome. Awesome match. It's a good way to start the pay-per-view. Holy crap. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the next Set one, the bar. The next one at that point was Baron Corbin versus Austin yeah. Aries. And yeah. then after that was what I thought, I mean, the, this pay-per-view was great. It was but... a tight pay-per-view, too. Like... Like everything was banging, like not too many matches, like absolutely. Yeah. Well, and then my highlight of of my night was Sami Zayn versus uh, mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura. So his debut in a WWE ring, so to speak. Uh, Sami Zayn's last match in NXT. I am putting so much stock into that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, he's he's done with NXT. He never got to be champion again, which was kind of what they were trying to build him to at first. Yeah. But with the way things were going on uh, the main roster, they needed him up, and yep. he's an instant feud for uh, Owens, I, either directly or indirectly. Yeah, you, so. you can only hope they they don't mess it up. Uh, I don't know. Anything could happen, but... Absolutely. Uh, just w- with what we've seen in the last year, I've got a lot of faith. Because uh, <laughs> Neville was also a very popular NXT... You know, Taylor Breeze, say what you want. But uh, Neville was, was someone who had a lot of, you know... A lot of heat coming into the WWE and, and just kind of fizzled. So, um, but the, now he's injured, <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else. But for Sam, Sami Zayn and Nakamura, I mean, the strikes going back and forth. At yeah. one point, uh, he actually—I'm uh, not sure how it happened again. Nakamura just I takes, think, I think, an elbow to the nose. I think, yeah, I think yeah. it was a forearm or an elbow. Yeah. He took it to the side of the nose. He didn't bleed too bad, but he was bleeding. It was an yep. easy, easy. He matched his pants. <laughs> oh, you love his pants. Uh, yeah, his Nakamura's entrance was fantastic. Sami Zayn's got a hype entrance too. He's got a great entrance song, and the crowd was into the his... crowd was singing it. Yeah, uh, the crowd was on both guys' side. They were going back and forth. There was a fight forever 
chant, which is awesome. Um, like Nakamura coming to the U.S., I'm sure, like, if he had any reservations or felt like he wouldn't be accepted or something like that, I, I think that would have well dispelled anything anything like that. And the really interesting thing is they didn't, in my opinion, they didn't really build him up the way they usually build no. someone up. And it was, it was it was kind of like, you're going to face Nakamura. Okay. It, it, then, he, then, he, then he went to, f- and everyone was like, well, we know, well, I don't yeah. want to say everybody knew, but people who had been Smart marks this, in the crowd are like, well, we know who Nakamura you know, is and this should be cool. Yeah. And this, this should be cool. And then he comes out and he, he doesn't have, it was almost as impressive as his uh, New Japan intros. I mm-hmm. mean, there was one where he had uh, the woman with him. Yeah, it was a, kind of like a, woman. <laughs> a woman with him with yeah. that would be kind of like a ballroom dancing coming out to you. Sure, it was really really weird. Yeah, but then you watch this one and it was oh, it was just put him out there and let let yeah. him, let him speak for himself, right? It was like, it was just go be you, yeah, go be yourself, yeah, and, and, and he, it worked. He, really, he, <laughs> yeah. he put it, he put himself over. No one did the work but him. Nope. he was the only one that put himself He's... a wall and was sent with the help of Sami Zayn in ring. Absolutely. Sami Zayn was fantastic in this match too. No no need I've, to... You know what? Yeah. I, and, I, and I've seen Zayn. I've seen what he can do and this was him firing on all cylinders really. Yeah. This was a cool match. Uh, Nakamura, to my understanding, doesn't speak a lot of English no. either. Uh, so as far as ring calling and stuff goes and, and, and how like pretty flawless this match was is, is fairly impressive with the guys not being able to really communicate uh, in the ring. And there wasn't a lot of... The, earlier on there was some grappling... Uh, but by the end of it, it was mostly strikes. It was mostly well. That's, you what, know, that's, that's what Nakamura is also known yeah, for: is the striking, the, the strong style of Japan, uh, which literally means uh, they hit each other more. <laughs> it's basically there's uh, there's a lot of spots in uh, in New Japan, for example, where they'll do head on head headbutts. They'll do they'll it, it, take turns kicking each other in the back. Like one guy will sit down, get kicked in the back. The other guy will stand up and then kick the other guy in the back. And it's just who who can stand it. Who's uh, you know. Who's the first to falter? And you saw that with the strikes, like when they're both just like there's nothing left, but they're both just it was awesome. And we should Fantastic. say, uh, talking about uh, the strong fighting, he is the king of strong style. That's that, right. That, that is what he's known as, and he's still known as that. Get your t-shirt now. I, I will. There was someone, there was someone who had his New Japan stuff sitting. There was with a him. guy who had a beach towel. Yeah, it said, was a beach towel, yeah. and, the, and the person had a person had his shirt. That's sitting awesome. In the crowd already. Yeah, no, it was great. it was incredible. Yeah. But. Um, just the little the little things you'll get out of him that you won't out of anyone else. When he uh, realized his nose was bleeding and just like took a big thing of blood on his thumb and just licked it, you're like, "What are you What are you doing, you crazy maniac? God, this is entertaining." This match, <laughs> this match went on I think for about half an hour, and you can see there it was actually physically draining. Oh on yeah, him. they started slowing down, but it wasn't it wasn't voluntarily. They well, they kind of worked it into the match. Like they, no, they, they totally did. Yeah. I mean, the, those those simple strikes were, were were away from them to kind of catch their breath, but. The ending was really interesting because they they kept trying to well, trying to pin each other. I think. Yep. And there was a lot of reversals and and not a lot of Nakamura's uh, holds and uh, and stuff like that are, are kind of gnarly looking. Like no one quite has the the weird kind of contortions that he does, like with uh, with an arm or oh, a, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the the, uh, the ending was we we like, we expected to see his finisher. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know, nor can I. I, uh, I haven't watched nearly enough. I just I, I, I just I just watched it, and I was just like, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" But it was just so it was just so quick. A lot of insecurities. Yeah, it a lot was of kicks to the head in this it, match. <laughs> it, it was kind of like a, a diving, like it was almost like he mm, went mm. for a drop kick, flipped his leg over. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've uh, I've definitely seen him pull that one off. Before. It's it's like a like a roundhouse kick, but he like puts his whole body into it and ends up in like a crouch position. I have the video ahead. Oh, yeah, yep. there it is. It's he goes. Uh, he runs it's like in. a capoeira kick. It's it's, it's, it's almost like a, a, a spinning kick, a spinning heel kick backwards. Yeah, but you know, the leg is fully extended and yeah. not and not uh, not, bu- not I'm not buckled. 
They kind of shot it from a weird angle on the pay per view too, but it it, it well, looked like it. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's because they went from regular ring view. Yeah. To to to, uh, to a ring apron, but good match. Uh, we expected fantastic things out of Nakamura. I mean, just imagine the programs he can have with so many guys in NXT now. Like if you eventually build up to a. Uh, even like an Austin Aries Nakamura match, a you know Finn Balor, of course, can can go with anybody basically at this point. Uh, but that's exciting things to come. And this this is a one night only thing. Sami Zayn versus Nakamura. This might be the only time we, we see it, it until Nakamura maybe eventually makes his way up to the WWE roster where Sami Zayn is residing champion. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> and, and on that note, I, I should say, following the finisher, he did get yeah. the, get, the, get the three count on him. That's right. And there was a respect angle at the end. They, Absol- uh, they went, went for the the handshake, ended with a hug. I thought that was what was going to happen. Like, Sami Zayn's the hugging type. And he and he walked out slowly. He yeah. walked out really, really slowly. And Well, Nakamura took off, and then Sami Zayn had his, his little his moment moments. in the ring. Well, yeah. yeah. And then they, yeah. they, they started ch- chanting. They started crying. It was crazy. They started chanting, thank you, Sami. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's emotionally charged. It was. This, this, entire, this entire show, <laughs> it was it was just, you know, they, you, you cut all, all the crap, and you yeah. just put them out there. Yep. Uh, next up was Asuka versus Bailey. Yeah. You know, I really didn't see too much build up to this. I mean, Oscar doesn't really cut promos. She's kind of a wild child. <laughs> she kind of speaks for herself. Yeah, but again, someone who doesn't speak a whole hell of a lot of English. Uh, it's my understanding. Uh, but now having her and Nakamura on the road together, whatever it's going to be, that's that's good. You have a dynamic. Maybe they can make uh, the world's greatest wrestling baby. I don't know. Uh, wishful thinking. But um, no, that's that's awesome. That's that's a good way to. You know they can bring in all the talent from anywhere now. Basically, you're just like look who, look what we have. Look at like you're never going to be alone. You have someone to sit with in the cafeteria, kind of thing, right? So that's awesome. It, the interesting thing to this match was it like Oscar's a little more technical and strikey, and Bailey's more grapply. Yeah. So it was it was really interesting watching the. It was the, a mis- mismatch. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and it was interesting to see Bailey's di- uh, di- diversity. diversity. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Whoa. Ugh. Reaching for a word. And she, <laughs> she uh, well, and, and she actually played. To Oscar's strengths, and she showed that she can actually handle yeah. the, the striking game, the submission game, and it, it worked well for her. Uh, some of Oscar's strikes look absolutely devastating. Like there's a there's a couple roundhouse kicks she throws, and like the idea is that she misses. But you're like, if that connected, like there's one she threw right at the beginning of the match, and I'm like, wouldn't it be funny? Like once every ten years, you could probably get away with this. That Oscar just throws this roundhouse kick and just shatters Bailey's jaw, and the match is over. Like that's it. You could get away with that, I think, once every, like, decade. Yeah. Like, which is basically comes down to the Kevin Nash poking finish Ooh. from uh, WCW. But, uh, yeah, great match. That's, that, uh, that's why you never put wrestlers in charge. Yeah. <laughs> As- Asuka's just too much of a little fireball and, uh, over- you know, overcame Bailey with some really powerful attacks later in the match. And what wasn't the best Bailey match we've seen, but completely serviceable and, and fit in this pay per view. The finish was really interesting, though, because she put her in the, uh, it was called, they called the Oscar. Oscalock, just rolls off the tongue. It's it's it's, 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 it's basically just a, a, a guillotine chokehold. Yeah, and basically she passes out. Yeah, that's she, it. She passes. Well, she doesn't actually pass out, but she passes out, and yeah. that's that. She doesn't actually pass. Doesn't actually pass. She doesn't actually kick her. Well, the way well the way she the way, the way she got up because if she actually passed out, yeah. like it would have been like a slow get up. Like where am I? Yeah, she just kind of pushes herself yeah. up and goes into the corner. I'm like, all right, all right, that, that wasn't that believable, but. It still was a really Jeez. good match. Hypercritical all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm asking for realism from, a, from an unrealistic. In the same uh, week we sport. saw Undertaker sell to Shane McMahon. <laughs> I don't know that you can criticize this Bailey getup, but, but uh, no, it was it, it was a really good match. 
Yeah. Oscar walks away with a victory. Bailey had a meeting at WWHQ in <sighs> Greenwich. She is getting called up. I'm right but now. But like, why? That is the only reason to make because they're. I, I think if they do do the the brand split, yes. If they bring her up, that's uh, a f- two divas. Well, two of the main divas, so, or women, I guess. To if the idea becomes that they're the anti WWE and that's the angle, like hey, it's people from. I thought the idea was that people from NXT would be on Triple H's side. Like, if Triple H has SmackDown, yeah. for example, that he'd be bringing up NXT talent, that would be his thing. He would have... But that's but that's that's yeah. what I mean. There's going to be people who feel loyalty. So you, you know, if you have Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, yeah. and Becky, you could totally do the two that feel loyal to trip, Trips, yeah. and there's the two that don't. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, right now you've got Charlotte being a heel, so there's no way she'd go with Trips. Because like, there's, there's, we're currently going to see 13 Divas compete at Mania. 13. 13. And three, you, and three of them are actually... Fighting for the yeah. championship. The other 10 are just for glory. <laughs> yeah, well, quote-unquote glory. It, like, I don't know, I don't know that the, the answer is to to put more bodies in that in that division right now. I don't know. I don't know. Or do a tag belt. The I women's think, tag belt. I, I, but I, I think I think it's putting in uh, a female superstar that can actually hold her own. Yeah. Versus putting in another Summer Rae or but, but another. Yeah, but wouldn't you say that Becky and Sasha and to a lesser extent Charlotte uh, are that? Like, wasn't that the idea? It's like, oh, we're gonna bring up some, some yeah, talent. The problem and is that they don't want they don't want to do triple threats. I know yeah. WWE hates triple threats. That's why they're doing because of the way the way they manage. Uh, that's why they're doing one. And uh, they're doing a seven-way ladder match. Well, the seven-way, you, you can easily write someone off. Because <laughs> yeah. in a ladder match... See a Zack Ryder. Yeah. You drop you drop someone on, like, you know, with their back uh, over a, a levitating ladder. Yeah. They hit their back. They roll off. They're not seen for the next five minutes. Because yeah. that's how they film things that's, now. That's they the have, Roman Reigns spot. They have such trouble <laughs> doing things simultaneously. Mm. Having two having having two groups of guys fighting on two other sides of the ring. Yep. Back in the day, they'd even go to a split screen just to see what happens if they missed it. Whereas Brought now, to you by DiGiorno. Yeah, DiGiorno. Yeah. <laughs> I want, when I watched it this morning, yeah. I really want a pizza. <laughs> and then the whole pay-per-view ends with a DiGiorno commercial, and you're like, damn. Um, <laughs> no, because no, I think the, the problem is not even just putting the Divas over, which is in itself a problem. I think the like the actual championship need, itself needs... What's, what's going on? You right? I don't know. Uh, needs to go over at this point. Like, the division itself, there's no interest in it. Uh, in a way that sometimes like the tag the tag belt will become that way like the new day kind of turned that around before that it was like before Tyson and uh, uh, Zaro kind of came on the scene too it was kind of just like dude the primetime players had the belts for months that's all you really need to say <laughs> like well the, the new the new day in this case have legitimized the belts again absolutely uh, it, it works Cena legitimized the US title. It went to Alberto Del Rio and just immediately started the Drop, falling action. Yeah. And now look at it. It's, it's it, under, under the floorboards. Uh, anyways, we'll talk more about that later. But anyway, so Bailey had a meeting with WWE. She's likely coming up. That, the, that, that, that's my that's my the, train of thought the on this. The new Cena. I, I don't... The only, only other thing I can imagine was because she was actually learning how to do uh, production work behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Oh, really? Yeah, she they actually had her uh, running the show. So they burn up as a shows. producer. <laughs> well, she's, it, was, it was because she's so invested in learning everything and yeah. all the aspects that they actually had her on like on the back wearing a head like in the back after a math it was she's the next triple matches. h you no know, maybe yeah she she seems really really creative she seems well invested uh yeah. she also has uh a big thing in the wwe uh going for her is that kids will like her 
if she keeps her same intro and, and style, like that, that's worth a lot. Well, apparently they, they believe that she has the same, uh, she can have the same crowd reaction, the same hype, the same personality of, yeah. of a new age John Cena. Which is, yeah, hopefully, you know, she, it, it may be different because again, she's, she's wrestling the women's, uh, but yeah, John Cena has that same thing going for him. Kids love him. Uh, everybody, and therefore he keeps getting the push over and over again. Does, does, does this mean we can finally turn him heel? John Cena? If we, There's if, no point. If we have a pseudo Cena coming in? Yeah. We're, what would he, what would he look like? What would, it, what would bad John Cena? Maybe he'll start rapping again and actually diss people <laughs> instead of like hand, hand, handing out like mini American flags for everyone. I just don't see it. I, there's so much value in him, just having him in the stable as a, a solid face that you can always fall back on, which I guess is kind of their issue, right? Because they are like, well, we got John Cena. We don't need to bring anybody else to his level. <sighs> all, <laughs> anyway. All that from Asuka. Um, so, moving to our last match of the night for NXT yeah. TakeOver. Yes. Finn Balor. Yes. Defending his title against Samoa Joe. <laughs> the, not Demon. The Samoan. <laughs> the, the, the Samoan Demon. Great match. It, it was a great match. Physical, it, it, it scary. Suffered. Yeah, it suffered because of an accidental headbutt. I don't they know that it into... suffered. I think it made the match weird and very remember, like memorable. Well, you're, memorable. You're, 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 even. you're gonna you're gonna remember <laughs> it, but there are times where they like broke it up. If they had broken it up after, like, if Joe had done something, I don't want to say like very strongly impactful, but maybe a little more devastating. So, so yeah, so to, to which Balor would be laying down a little bit longer, and they could have wiped him up. They would make it a little yeah. more believable than you know that him, became him, like him almost getting knocked out of the ring, and it's yeah. like, okay, we're gonna tell you off now. At a certain point, no almost seemed like an angle of the match like it, in no way could you imagine like him getting cut was the idea to start the match like there's no way maybe at the end maybe part of something else like an angle on, on a show or whatever but getting cut right at the beginning of the match you can't imagine but the way that joe kind of sold it where he didn't want the medical attention would would get it would be like kind of keep keep you know that poor towel guy had to keep <laughs> following around to mop him up but yeah he, he got nicked right in the kind of the, that pronounced brow which is where brock lesnar always gets cut yeah uh, they have that like that Cro-Magnon brow that once it gets just nicked, it bleeds forever and oh. it bleeds a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, and he, immediately he just had blood streaming down his face and it looked awesome. Like it looked good. Well, especially there was there was one point where I think he got knocked again once again <laughs> out of the ring or he got knocked back. And after, he definitely got kicked in the nuts at one point. And I remember after, that. <laughs> well, he, he retaliated to Finn Balor. Yeah. And then the camera it was it was a great front view of his face. Yeah. And he just looked really pissed off. Yeah, and with the blood streaming down the side of his face and going down his neck onto his chest, he just looked super. There were so many vicious. like uh, like NXT like money shots for like uh, like news stories online, like blogs, like when he's holding when he's holding Finn Balor's head and he's just got blood streaming down his face. Like that looks just the visual of it was sweet. Uh, but Samoa Joe in himself is I, I haven't really watched a lot of him wrestle. Uh, to be completely honest, I don't watch a lot of NXT outside of the, the pay-per-views and whatnot. I'm, I'm aware of this man's body of work. Uh, I, I like the look of him. He looks unique. He like His wrestling style is really neat. Uh, it, I, I would I would borrow Kevin Owens as a name to compare him to. Just a big guy who's able to He's a big hang. guy who yeah. shouldn't be able to do what yes. he does, especially acrobatically. He's surprisingly athletic. Uh, for, Very yes, and like the visual of Finn Balor with his makeup and Samoa Joe with the blood coming down—that's awesome. That's like the WrestleMania moment currently, especially when he was running in the replay towards Finn Balor on the uh, edge of the apron and uh, just a DiGiorno and just got this big bloody <laughs> mother effer run towards the screen. DiGiorno made me laugh because uh, he looked like a pizza. <clears throat> was it was it just me? I understand that like the match actually ran about 
half an hour. Yeah. But with maybe with the slowdowns of like you know patting down the blood and everything else, did it seem really short to you? No. Uh, it seemed like it, it seemed slower paced. Uh, it seemed like there was like there'd be a lot of high points and then it would kind of slow down for a bit. And uh, I liked it. I think it was a good final match. It was a good uh, a good odyssey of a of a fight. Uh, and then surprisingly, Finn Balor went over here. So I don't know if Samoa Joe gets the rematch or, or what what goes on here. Well, uh, but the, the finish itself was fantastic. Finn Balor kind of like goes Super Saiyan, uh, to, to to say the least, uh, and just a flurry of of strikes and moves, and then uh, Samoa Joe gets him in some kind of hold there for a little bit. Finn Balor powers out and gets him with a a, a funny looking pin. Uh, just really exciting finish to this match. If I well, I, and I know off this once I you know saw that he lost. The first thing that came into my mind was what uh, one of our listeners said. Read. Uh, he had he had mentioned he thinks Joe is going to get called up at this point. I heard that Joe was going to be in the battle royale. I saw the I, but I saw I saw all the participants. He's not listed. Okay. Though there are supposed to be four surprise ones, and he did bring up that Joe could be one of them. And you know what? I, I at first I thought it was a Saturday Sunday lineup, but I forgot that the Hall of Fame is on Saturday, so that pushed NXT to yeah. last night. And the more I think about it, the more I think it's possible. If, he, if he's going to make a splash debut... Are you telling me just put him in the Samoa Battle Joe and AJ Styles are fighting at Battleground? Is that what you're telling me? I would really like that. <laughs> well, no. They know each other. Oh, from yeah. From TNA. No, they're... They absolutely know each other. That's another guy that's just, like, good to go with so many programs. Uh, and hopefully Chris Jericho doesn't touch him. Um, <laughs> no, but that, that would... You know what? That would make sense. If, if Samoa Joe comes up and dominates the Battle Royale... Uh, it screws up my pool that says Damian Sandow wins it this year, um, but so 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 be it. At that point, uh, fantastic pay for you NXT. Holy smokes, that was really good. This you know depending on uh, how Mania goes, mm-hmm. the spots that we get, this could be even better than Mania. I'm not trying to downsell Mania. I'm not trying to ruin anyone's expectations well, of the show. Let's but... be honest. I'm more interested in with with little I know about the NXT characters themselves. Uh, I, you're in, immediately more interested in how defined. Uh, they are in personality in the ring. Uh, you know, like we always say Sasha and Kevin Owens, when they're in the ring, they're not just, it's not just a rest, it's not, uh, okay, so we got 10% of personality, then an 80, 80% is just wrestling, and then we'll end it with another 10% personality. No, 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 no. That, that selling, that character goes the whole way with taunting, with uh, interacting with audience members, and, the, and everyone in NXT has that the little kind of things. And, that's, yes. and, and maybe that's where he, I don't know if he learned it there. I, didn't, I, yeah. I never knew of Kevin Owens before he joined WWE, um, which really sucks because he he just does those little he, he goes the extra mile just to sell and yep. it, and it reminds me of Triple H again when I, when you realize that man I really hate this guy wait a minute if I really hate this guy he's doing his job absolutely well case in point we were watching Raw at lunch in the office and someone walks up and is immediately drawn to Kevin Owens a guy who's not currently participating in that tag match but is drawing all the attention to him. He's he's taunting, he's he's clapping for Miz, and to to a layman, to someone who's walking up not knowing who anyone is, immediately you're you're drawn to that guy. Um so so there you go. I, I don't know what else there is to say. Like that's a big difference. Uh the announcers did fine. Uh for NXT, they were on point. Uh Moro now did the pre-show. It would be cool if that guy got to sit in and, and do the full full pay-per-view. He's fantastic. JR was at, in the audience. We didn't mention you know, that. I, you know, I, I saw that and yeah. I, I just Looking at him, and I, and the, the the whole feeling of nostalgia came over me, yeah. and how badly they oh my just, god <laughs> they just don't want him back. Yeah, well he They'll, can't he can't 
he can't do what the WWE demands of him. That was the whole reason they split in the first place. Well, yeah, but it was also the fact that he didn't want to have the... the, the I, don't th- I don't think. I don't know this for certain, but I have the feeling that he didn't want to um, listen and follow their limitations on the commenting. They wanted Fair to, enough. They, they wanted to be... He wanted this to be more of like a, a flowing process and, you know, having the list of words you can't, you can't say, the embargo. Well, shit. And, if he was a chef... If you were like, all right, listen, you need to make gourmet food, but you cannot use salt or pepper uh, or eggs. And we're, we're, it's like, okay, fine, I can I can get it done, but you're you're taking some of the soul out of it at this point. Make 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 me a five star meal out yeah. of Taco Bell, <laughs> Wendy's, and KFC. Yes. <laughs> and if you use anything else, we'll fire you. <laughs> that's uh, that's the WWE in a nutshell. Uh, anyway, so that's NXT. All right, Andrew. Uh, tonight is the Hall of Fame. All of Fame, uh, of course, taking place in Dallas, Texas. Where better? Uh, where they're going to be honoring a list of wrestlers that I happen to have in front of me. Oh wrestlers and one Snoop Dogg. Uh, so Sting, <laughs> uh, Sting was the first announced. I think he's yeah, going in this yeah. year. Uh, Ric Flair's putting him in. Maybe Goldberg. That's that's really really good considering uh, Ric Flair was the one who really had some great feuds with Sting. Not to mention yeah. he was the one who had his uh, the last match on WCW Nitro. Was Sting versus Ric Flair, which I will never forget because Ric Flair would not take his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> Passes Brown. Um, so what's interesting about Sting is he uh, rumors of his retirement have been greatly exaggerated. He wants one more match with Undertaker, well, according to him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. What he wants and what he gets are two separate things, yeah. especially considering he probably will not be medically cleared uh, to fight. Uh, but if any two guys were both going to die in the ring together, it might be Undertaker and Sting. <laughs> um, so aside from Sting, the fabulous Freebirds are going in. Uh, some fantastic hair uh, from the era. Oh, Michael uh, Hayes. Yeah, the, the big boss man uh, is going in. Oh, I, 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 to speak on that, I will never forget when the big show first showed up and one of his big uh, first uh, big feuds. Uh, first, He only first does big feuds, feud, Andrew. <laughs> uh, they, they played off uh, show's father passing away. Yes, and then the, the coffin. Show, yeah, yeah, big, yeah, big big show. Uh, big show. Big boss man shows up, beats up Big Show, <laughs> ties uh, the chain to the to the gravestone, ties it yes. to his car, which is identical to the one used in uh, Blues Brothers. It's like the limo. Yeah. It's always the same limo. And then, and, then he just, and then he just drives away, pulling the gravestone yeah. behind him with Big I Show he, on top. I thought he pulls the coffin. Is it the tombstone or the coffin? I was think the coffin? Takes, I think he pulls the coffin so out of the either hearse. Either he destroys it. It's something to do with the tombstones. The tombstone is destroyed. But I think he might back oh over yeah. it. No, he pulls the coffin, and then Big Show is draped over the coffin. Yes, and holding onto it. Oh, hello. There's there's puppies in this place. There'd be dogs here. Uh, yes, and if you want to see what we're talking about, because you should, honestly, it's, it's fantastic stuff in retrospect. Uh, I believe Too Hot for TV, there is a uh, episode that's specifically about death angles. Uh, it might be episode 7 or 8, but it's on the WWE Network, and I watched it, and it's fantastic. It's the best episode of that show. Jerry Springer hosts it, and he just kind of highlights some of the most ridiculous angles that they've uh, revolved around sometimes real-life deaths uh, in the WWE. Check it out. It's fantastic. That that coffin spot's in there. When Big Show's just holding on, they drive down the road, <laughs> and he's holding on to it. It's so good. Um, it's good stuff. Uh, I don't know that we'll ever see something like that again. Anyways, other than Big Boss Man, The Godfather's going in. The whole train is going into the Hall of Fame. If they reference, if they have him come out with a bunch of women, yes, it'll make my night. That that's it. Mania is made. Sorry, Finn Balor and Smojo. Well, the whole like, train is back. Well, what what other person has had their yeah. intro sung by Ice T and he actually <laughs> joined them out to the ring with all the hoes? 
it was it was great. I mean, he's an acquired taste. That was my. And that was <laughs> and that, and that, I remember that too because that was my first WrestleMania that I uh, Mike and I went to famous players because yes. neither of us really had like the, the ability for pay per view or satellite or anything. Dude, who's got sixty bucks playing around? So yeah, we we paid thirteen bucks and went and saw me. Uh, was it uh, WrestleMania seventeen, sixteen? Nice, sixteen. At uh, also a game for the GameCube. Didn't <laughs> they make a specific game for that one? That was 18, 18, yeah. 19. <laughs> Scott Files going in. Jacqueline is going in. Um, well, the sure. Surf. I was yeah. ne- I was never a big fan, but she she did a lot of great things. Did she did she wrestle for the main championship belt? She did once. Okay, like China did too as well, right? Yeah. No, okay. she was uh, she was basically like I can take on a man, and and then she did. She, she could, <laughs> yeah, she could take on the men. It was it was she really put her really... money where her mouth is. So oh, absolutely. Uh, Stan Hansen's going in this year, evidently. I don't know much about, but it sounds well, very well deserved. And uh, Snoop Dogg will be the celebrity inductee this year. Snoop Dogg's been involved in in WWE product for. A few years, let's say. He's shown up on Raw here and there. And... Well, I, I haven't heard who's inducting him, but I, I, I have to think that it's, it's uh, his cousin Sasha. That'd be weird. Uh, everything about that's kind of weird. Uh, last year was Arnold Schwarzenegger, of course. Yeah, uh, that's not weird. <laughs> which led to the Terminator intro and tie-in. So I can only assume that Triple H is just going to come out on a throne smoking a fat blunt this year. That's got <laughs> to be his WrestleMania entrance. It's a bucket of fried chicken smoking a fat blunt. Um, he's given up completely. He's, he's living that Snoop Dogg life. Fantastic. Uh, I, I wasn't being like uh, just uh, ignorant there. I actually know for a fact <laughs> that when you go to Snoop Dogg's house, he orders hundreds of dollars of fried chicken. I just, just want to put, put that out there. Uh, well, if the if the Hall of Fame uh, isn't enough for you and you need something to watch before WrestleMania tomorrow, USA will be airing a Dwayne The Rock Johnson movie marathon starting at 2 p.m. that will include The Rundown, Faster, Fast Five, and G.I. Joe Retaliation. Not the four movies I would really pick for a Dwayne Johnson marathon. Um, where's Walking Tall when he's just got the the 2x4 and he's beating up M. Bison uh, from the Chun-Li movie? <laughs> uh, and then they did a bunch of sequels to that with Kevin Sorbo in the titular role, I believe. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, WrestleMania kickoff will be at 5 p.m. on the WWE Network, 6 p.m. on USA, uh, and apparently the kickoff show will will still have the battle battle royale. It won't be part of the main so, pay per view. So, so that got changed again. That's what this website says. It, who knows? Because I because I yeah I had heard that things had been moved around. Uh, let me see this. Uh, I apologize. They're really yeah, still kick sticking. Off, the yeah. kickoff matches were said to be Kalisto versus Ryback, Usos versus Dudleys in the five on five match. If you were ever going to take three matches off the card, that might be them. Uh, and, that, and that's what I mean. I have I I put more stock in the battle royal because it's the battle royal. It's a, it's at least interesting. I mean, the Usos versus Dudleys have been built up. There's no stipulation. It's boring. Uh, Is it so, not a tables match? No, it's a regular match. It's a regular uh, pinfall so match. A, the Dudleys are in a match where putting someone through a table would be a DQ. But there's nothing at stake, so who cares? Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Kalisto versus Ryback, no build-up, deserves yeah. to be on the show. I'm sorry, Kalisto, you're better than Maybe this. Maybe it's like but... action points in a game. They have ten action points, like ten gimmick points, and they've already used them up. So the <laughs> Usos and the Dudleys, unfortunately, don't get tables in their match uh, because there's too many stipulations in all the other matches. Uh, let's let's run down the full card, then. Okay. Yeah. So, let's just do it. So we've already mentioned the kickoff yeah. matches. Kalisto uh, versus Ryback. Uh, anything? <laughs> I got nothing and to say. Anything? Uh, Ryback... He's he's trying something different. He's trying to uh, be be an angry guy, as opposed to 
a hungry guy. <laughs> and, uh, well, if he's, if, if, he, if he's looking to be fed, uh, Kalisto's not going to provide much. Yeah. He's, he's probably spicy, I imagine. <laughs> uh, that was me being ignorant. <laughs> Just to point that out. Uh, yeah, Kalisto is a talented guy. Uh, he's done really nothing with the U.S. title. Not that it's his fault, again. Uh, when he goes out and wrestles a match, he wrestles a match. He can't really cut promos in that English is not the first language for him. Yeah. Uh, he, he's okay on the mic. He gets his point across. You give give some leeway when the guy's, you know, clearly not speaking a language he's too familiar with. <laughs> uh, but I don't also understand why he can't just speak Spanish and have someone translate for him. There's plenty of Spanish people watching this wrestling. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, there's a reason why there's so many... Mexican wrestlers. Anyways, uh, so that match is is uh, throwaway for yeah. me. Like the the title being involved there is either either that that should that should kick off. Well, the kickoff or Usos versus Dudley's. Uh, one of the two. Has let's to. play our favorite game. Where does John Cena fit into WrestleMania? Uh, let's try to impo- put him into every match. Uh, he runs in and fights Ryback, takes the U.S. title, and everything's good again. And he's fighting Cesaro in two weeks. He, he, he wins. The, he wins the match. He's not even in. Yeah. Because I heard, I heard a rumor Cena that wins they all might, belts. They, they <laughs> might actually hold him off until Monday. That would be a giant mistake. That you would have the largest WrestleMania of all time, as far as attendance is concerned. John Cena is wrestleable, and you don't put him in the show. Uh, that's stupid enough that WWE might do it. So. Yeah, so we yeah. can't put it past him. But you don't need to set up Cena. He can run in at any time. People are like, oh, it's Cena. What's he going to do? It's fine. Well, that's that's why I think he's going to come in later on. But well, I'll I'll, 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 get, I'll get to it yeah. where I think his surprise entrance is going to take place. HBK will come in riding him <laughs> into, the, into the championship match. All right, so Kalisto and, and Ryback might be my least the match I'm least excited for I, in this entire show. Absolutely, because no matter what happens, who cares? Usos and Dudleys. I don't like the I actively don't like the Usos. Okay. I like the Dudleys as heels. I think the match will be okay. It not being a tables match is just perplexing to me, to, to no end. Uh, and it screws up my WrestleMania pool because I definitely said that someone's going through a table. Uh, I think I said the Usos go over because uh, the Usos are faces now, I guess, so they would win because they're popular. I don't know. Mm. They are the Grammy Award-winning best tag team of 2015. Uh, oh, so stupid. I, I, I think the Dudleys are going to win. I hope they do. Okay, but sure. I, I'm really just that, having... that doesn't do anything, though. The no. Dudleys, at this point, should really well, this, be... That's why this match is on the kickoff, because yeah. it doesn't do anything. They, they should be heel jobbers at this point. They should talk big talk and be violent when needed, but then lose, ultimately. They should. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, anyway. Not much to talk about, much like this next match. Uh, the 5 on 5 Divas tag. <laughs> Ava Marie wins this match. You realize that, right? Look at all these girls. Who stands to win that, anything? That happens. I'm walking to the fridge and getting a bottle of liquor. Yeah. A, b- a whole bottle. A whole bottle. Uh, will it be red? Will it be fireball whiskey? Uh, <laughs> I, I think Ava Marie goes over Lana here, and that's a program coming out of this. Brie apparently is just done after WrestleMania. It sounds like uh, it. Natalia just doesn't get to be on TV, even though she might have the most credibility as a wrestler of any of these girls. Um, and I don't see anyone else gaining anything. Like, Summer Rae's fine. She's she's a fine wrestler, as far as I'm concerned. Like, she can hang with, with most anybody. Um, but yeah, for, for who's present here, if Ava Marie's actually getting the... If this is Ava Marie getting called up, uh, expect Emma to be a heavy presence in this match, but I think Ava Marie wins it over Lana, and that just sets up that. Because then you can have a, a championship picture, and Ava Marie it has enough heat on her, because people just hate her. She, she, uh, to... she, she has become the worst uh, women's wrestler in the ring. Uh, if, if you qualify her to the main roster, yeah. she is now the worst. Listen, people will be watching for the wrong reasons, but they'll be watching, and I think that's all they're really concerned with at this point. If you put her and Lana to have, like, Babby's first wrestling match uh, <laughs> week after week, I'm in. I'm in for watching that. 
That sounds terrible. <laughs> if they've absolutely lost their way if they're if they're just trying to run that now. Yep. And it's become it's, it's, gonna, it's become readings over wrestling. We're gonna That's... need something to fill in for uh, Golden Truth. <laughs> so that that might as well be it. <laughs> so on that note, we we now move to the main card. I I, I hate that you didn't disagree with me on that finish. <laughs> I wish you would you would have had an idea that would have been better. But now it's locked in. Avery's gonna win this, isn't she? <laughs> God damn. Honestly, I'm just hoping for an outcome that isn't lame yep. that we can just. It's Roman Reigns all over again. You can just wash it yeah. and keep going. They they want her as a face. Like, you saw the reaction she got. They they In NXT, they have to be well, aware. Here's, here's the interesting thing. With Roman Reigns, they won't come out and say that they're disappointed with the reaction. Yeah. They actually came out and said they were disappointed with the, with the crowd reaction and they didn't expect it. That just shows me how daft and lost they are in all of this. That you you can't hear thousands of people booing and and understand what that means. Yeah. Oh, they they don't seem to like this. I don't listen. The, do you have your faces and heel dynamic in NXT as well? People are are split. Every match where there was a cheer for one or the other, it it was always back and forth. It was both both wrestlers are respected. No one's getting booed in in that NXT pay per view. There's gonna be so much booing in WrestleMania unless it's, you're Eva Marie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She doesn't get to be on the pay-per-view. Um, she, does, she, she also doesn't deserve this much time on the podcast. <laughs> no. Not at all. Uh, but it, it, a lot of this comes from Total Divas when you actually see yeah. uh, how she fits in the company, how she views the company, her her worth, work ethic, her having like the red carpet laid out for her, being able to stay at home and train rather than go to the state-of-the-art facility where everybody's being trained and being around her peers to learn and better herself. She gets special treatment uh, because she's hot. That's it. That's all there is. Ava Marie, ladies and gentlemen. That sums it up right there. Yep. Moving on. (laughs) Under the Giant Battle Royal. Now, we have the names uh, announced so far. Heath Slater, Curtis Axel, Adam Rose, Bo Dallas. Already, you're off to a great start. For all, you're loving this. (laughs) Big Show Kane, Tyler Breeze, Mark Henry, Jack Swagger, Fandango, Damian Sandow, who is finally coming off. He was was on leave. Oh, wow. He was allowed to go on leave. Oh, someone died, right? He had a a death in his family. I think so. Yeah. And then they just just let him have have vacation to go along with it. Give him time off. (laughs) Well, so we weren't going to use you anyway, so. Darren Young, who has also been MIA, but that we have no information on. I hope Sandow made bank last year with the Miz thing. I hope he made enough money that he could take six months off, and it's cool. Well, he made he yeah. got he got more. Uh, we'll see him at more, Starbucks. More, more attention than uh, than the Miz did. <laughs> yeah, I love the Miz. <laughs> we we all know this. We all have our one guilty pleasure. <laughs> Connor and Victor. Oh. Goldust are truth. Now, I'm hearing that there's four more that they haven't named. Sure. Uh, the rumors were like Bray Wyatt, Eric Rowan. But is Bray Wyatt okay to fight? I haven't heard. I haven't heard that he's not. I haven't heard that he is. Okay, so the idea of the Andre the Giant Battle Royale is that you usually get the the big guy to win it, not not Ryback. And, uh, and, uh, and that's why I think my winner is going to be Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman, I heard, might have originally been the idea to put him over, but in the state that the Wyatt family's in, they might be doubting that push. Also, I could see Mark Henry winning it based on the fact that he's probably done in the next well, year. The plan originally was to for for Braun Strowman to be put over throughout the year. Now. In this case, he's going to need to fend for himself. Yeah. In that case, so I could still see them doing it. Last year, the angle was, uh, this was the mat. Yeah, he's just taking a nap over there. <laughs> uh, th- this was the match where Damien Sandow finally turned on The Miz. And it, it ended with Big Show versus uh, versus Damien Sandow. And uh, they-, they did a little spot where you might have thought Sandow could have won it. Uh, Big Show ultimately won because it- the gimmick was, he is also a giant. 
so his name should be on this trophy. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, Big Show doesn't have to win this again. I think that's solely what happened last year. Thinking that they're going to have any angle coming out of this that is meaningful, I think, is a farce. Uh, but now that it's on the main show, maybe this is a Samoa Joe call-up and he he destroys it or something like that. It's quite possible. I mean, I've heard the favorites, the fan favorites understanding would be Mark Henry because this is supposed to be his last mania. Yeah. So it's it's quite possible. And then it just becomes a throwaway. Like you can do, you can set up stories within it, just like at a battle at a Royal Rumble, for example. Yeah. Um, but again, it falls back on: Do you trust the WWE to have the forethought? And I, I just don't at this point. How and how can you really? Yeah. After everything that's happened, you can't. Maybe this is uh, the the social outcast breakup here. They actually manage to work as a team and eliminate everybody, but then it comes down to just them, and they have to they have to turn on on each other. Your brother, Dean Ambrose. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's the Battle Royale. Next up, Jericho and AJ Styles. What is left to be said? Nothing. I, this needs to end. Uh, AJ Styles needs to destroy him and move on. And that's... You know, I, 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 I'm fine with this match happening again if they escalate it again. If they escalate it to yep. the next level, it's fine. But it has to... But after escalating it, it has to end now. I might not be the biggest fan of Jericho. I respect what he's done for AJ. Like, how all he's done for the past two months is put that guy over. That's all he's done. Um, whether it be on commentary, whether it be in the ring. Um, but the first time they fought, Jericho did the reluctant respect angle with him. But then they just immediately ended up feuding again, which is always super jarring to me. And now that they've... This is, what, their third major fight? They've had a few exhibition yeah, matches. I think, let's I, I think say. this is a, their yeah. third one. Yeah, uh, AJ Styles needs to move on to bigger and better things. Uh, Jericho is is good in the way he's utilized. He is healing it up in a very intense way that no one else does. So it kind of makes him seem like a complete jackass, and that's I think the point. Why two jackass, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you know you really can't summarize anything else. Like, like you, you expect a good match, and that's really it's it. hard to get hyped for something you've already seen multiple times. Like, at a certain point, uh, you're going to show me the same two guys fighting again. I, whatever. Anyway, uh, so that's that match. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. It, a, it, 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 it's that classic is what it is. Yep. Well, next up match I'm really looking forward to. Intercontinental title ladder match. Owens, Miz, well, defending Owens. Miz, Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn, Zack Ryder, Sin Cara, and Stardust. Too many people. Make this like a fatal four-way with a ladder in the middle. I was thinking five at most. Absolutely. Zack Ryder and Stardust should be in the Battle Royale or nowhere on this card. Uh, who, who else was in there? Ziggler? I guess Ziggler has to fit in somewhere, and he, people like him for, for some, some friggin' reason. If you're looking at guys that can that, that can do the, the acrobatics, you know, take a hit, that kind of thing, Owens, of course, will defending. But then I would go with uh, Ziggler, Zane. Sin Cara for sure, and yeah. then the fifth might be... Sin Cara just because it's a ladder match, but otherwise I would say Miz would be more entertaining as a dynamic in that this, match. But that's just it. I don't see him taking the bumps. Yeah. Plus like, you then have... Like Owens can, or Three Sammy heels Zane and can. Sami Zayn. Yeah. But, but that should also be it. Like, someone needs to gang up on someone here. Like, Sami Zayn needs to go over in this match, basically, at this point. Uh, and it, poor guy debuted like hasn't really had much of a push. He's been busy with NXT, obviously, uh, and it's it's half-hearted at this point, and that's uh, that's kind of a bummer. So hopefully, uh, Kevin Owens too seems like he could have had more promo time leading up to this. He has a one in seven chance of retaining his his title, and I know he's kind of full of himself, and he would definitely, as a character, believe he could do this. But a little more out of him 
kind of sm- smack talking. And again, this is going to drive me up a wall. <laughs> Uh, because any time that there's odds like this, and again, it goes back to the Royal Rumble. My main gripe with the Royal Rumble is work as a team until there's like two guys left. It, there's there's six of you. Take Kevin Owens out of the match. He's the only one with something to lose. He is the only one who's defending the title. It, the six of you guys then have the chance. There's going to be a new... I, I can't... Ugh. Roman Reigns was defending the WWE Championship in the Royal Rumble. Gang up on him and get him out of the ring. Then we are guaranteed that someone who's in the ring will be the new champion. No. Ignore him. Fight somebody else. Doesn't make any sense. Logically, I can't suspend my disbelief that much. And I hope that's not what happens here. But I imagine it is. <laughs> that's going to be what happens. So, I, I, Ideally, I want to see either Owens coming out, well, again, retaining his title. Yep. Or... A little bit of a stretch, but I could see it happening. Sami Zayn screwing over Owens by by, by winning, and really kind of rekindle that uh, a feud that they formerly had in NXT before uh, Zayn got hurt. I think, and the only reason I yeah, I, the only reason I, I see this happening is also well, another reason I see this happening is because of he him leaving the NXT roster. He never got a shot at the NXT title again, mm-hmm. which is fine. He's moving up to the main roster. I'm sure he'll understand. He'll take that trade. Yeah. But the thing being here that okay, well, we're we're taking the, your chance away from that belt because we have people to settle there. Why don't you we we put you in a big feud here where you can either a win the title or b maybe this match pushes you over to go one on one with Kevin. That was kind of also Kevin Owens' angle when he came in because he was the NXT champion when he showed up. He lost it. Uh, and then he just needed something on his shoulder, so he was chasing John Cena for the longest time for the U.S. title, and they had a good was, series of three was, matches. Yeah, it was, wasn't it like over a two-month span? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was uh, multiple pay-per-views, I think. they they And five matches. Uh, and that was a cool dynamic. I, I feel there's more to gain here if you have a final spot that's Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn almost gets that title, but Kevin Owens ultimately takes it. I think Sami Zayn, as a chasing face, is more interesting than him holding the belt and having Kevin Owens go after him, because it just gives more... Uh, Kevin Owens is the more interesting character there. Yeah. Uh, whereas if he's the champion, he just becomes the the bad guy, and I think that's better for him. Absolutely. Yeah. For everybody, like for, for if it's Sami Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens going forward, I well, think that's a better well, because angle. Uh, not, not not only that, but you, you they have trouble establishing heels. Kevin yeah. Owens is, is 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 serving this up on a silver platter. Yes. He will be your main heel in the future. He yep. will be that guy, and you can trust him. Mm-hmm. So why not? Work on it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, also, if you take the belt off Kevin Owens you and do a rematch angle, and then Kevin Owens is freed up to do any number of things, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. Sure. <laughs> that'll be an okay match. There'll be some high spots in that match that'll be pretty insane. We'll, walk, we'll walk out satisfied. Yeah, I'm sure. There's there's no way that with the, that amount of talent in the ring, something cool doesn't happen. Uh, shoulder injuries. Everybody. Everybody's getting shoulder injuries. <laughs> Next up, three versus four handicap match: New Day versus League of Nations. Now, I really ultimately call it. I understand it's you know four people in the League of Nations. Yes, uh, Barrett is a pretty much written off because he is leaving. He might be leaving after Mania. So does he get hit with a car in the parking lot? How do you how do you write him out of the match? You know what? I I, I really just think they could have gone League of Nations minus Barrett and just said, you know what? Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, or just left the League of Nations. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> It, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I mean, it's Rhino now, and Tommy Dreamer. Now, I had said earlier that I could see Cena interrupting. Yeah. Wasn't he feuding with Sheamus before he got injured? No. 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 Who was he Who was he feuding? Very brief. Wouldn't it just been Alberto Del Rio? 
Was it Del Rio? Yeah, because oh, Del Rio took the title from him. He came back, and then he was You're right. He was in Kalisto's corner for that match, and then immediately got injured. Because I thought I thought this was uh, yeah. I, th- I thought it was Sheamus, but no. Uh, Cena has beef with, with Del, Del Rio. Rio. Yeah, then I could see him coming into and being this the fourth match guy here. and being and being the, the fourth man in to help New Day. I know it sounds a little weird. It is since, weird, but, <laughs> but since New Day is you know Cena's always played well with the goofy faces. Yeah, and now that New Day are faces. Are we gonna see Cena dancing? Okay, that is the one. Maybe I, I harp on Cena. A My lot, WrestleMania moment. <laughs> but I'm, 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 I'm sold into that. I'm. Does he just come out as like mid 2000s Cena with the the chain and the shorts? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no, uh, that's fine. Yeah. So uh, in this match, I mean, either this is the New Day face turn, uh, and they they become chasing, ch- they start chasing the belt again, which could be interesting because they've held it for quite a while. Uh, and the League of Nations becomes the the heel tag champions, uh, or New Day just retains, and that's still interesting. Like they're still fine. Uh, League of Nations is goofy, and they've really been forced into this. But I, I don't think there's anything. They have their in- own shirts now. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think there's well, like individual shirts. It's the worst thing that ever happened to Rusev. Rusev is the only guy. Like say what you want about Sheamus, he's a he's a fine wrestler, but his personality is, is subject. I I'm not interested in Sheamus at all. Rusev, however. Uh, Kind of deserves a singles program and deserves uh, deserves better. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Uh, and Del Rio's the same thing. Like he's a he's a good looking guy. He's a good wrestler, uh, but being in the stable is, is doing him no favors. I don't know. I don't know. It, it seems lazy. It seems putting these four guys on a team. Well, what do they all have in common? They all have accents. Okay, fine. That's it. That's good enough reason. They're the League of Nations. Uh, we'll get set up a podium and a black curtain and have them talk in front of it. That'll be all the character development we need for that team. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Uh, so that's that match. Uh, <laughs> New, I, 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 I could see the League of Nations. Go uh, either, it could go either way. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it really... It, the, you can make it work with... It's the New Day, and it's WrestleMania. One. It'll be entertaining. That's, yep. that's all that really needs to be said. Just grab your bootios and yep. have a good time. Grab your box of bootios. Triple Threat Divas <laughs> title match. Charlotte, Ooh. Lynch, Banks. Uh, could I'm go just... anyway. Could really go anyway. <laughs> Thinking... Rationally, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. My fanboy goes Sasha Banks. Sure. Because Becky Lynch is known for being screwed over. Becky Lynch has been uh, poised uh, all year long <laughs> as the person who should win this match. Sasha Banks is the popular vote from the, the, the smart marks in the crowd. Charlotte reasonably should maybe retain here. Because once she loses the title, she is wholly uninteresting. Uh, I, I've never understood the, the hype of Charlotte. To be completely honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, every wrestling match I've seen her wrestle a lot with this Divas Revolution. I she is not quite uh, as far as I'm concerned at the level of a Sasha, a Becky, a, a Bailey. She's 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 close, um, but she's good. I think it's because of her size. Yeah, maybe that she's like that. And I think it's also it's also the, the flare effect. It could also be she was she's been forced to fight the friggin' Bella Twins for like the past. Yeah, few that, months. that's true. Uh, that Ulti- doesn't help. Ultimately. Um... If the title changes hands, I'll be happy. Sure. I mean, it'll it'll suck for me because I'm, again, Sasha Banks fan, which I am waiting for that next sale to buy my Sasha shirt, and it, I'm going to be that one white guy in Winnipeg. You'll be that wearing guy. Wearing a Sasha Banks shirt. The boss shirt. Uh, just go go with somebody. Just, if whatever you do, lay into it. Don't swap the, uh, the title around again. Like, put it on Sasha and let her cut some promos or something. Just, just... Let, let, let the winner build something. Yeah. Make make something up, and then if they're gonna lose it and go into a feud, because yeah. you, you don't want to lose it too soon. You don't want to 
stay stagnant with the belt too long, much like I think Charlotte kind of has. But going into Mania, it was leading up to that point, and you weren't going to lose it at Roadblock. Uh, I don't know if they did they fight at Roadblock. Yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she fought uh, Natty. Yes. Okay, so we'll let, then, then, then let's go back to that last pay per view. And that was actually a good match. Uh, to uh, Fastlane. You can't lose it there. Just just leave it on Charlotte. Build it up till Mania. If she had lost it to Natty, I think I would have lost my mind and thought it would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Natty has credibility. Don't put the belt on her. (laughs) Next up, No Holds Barred Street Fight, Ambrose and Lesnar. I mean, uh, arguably might be the most exciting match as far as uh, spots are concerned. Like, I I like Brock Lesnar. I I think Dean Ambrose is entertaining. Sign me up. There's not much else to say. Um, He's got a wagon full of weapons. He's going to use them. Uh, You know what we didn't mention is Finn Balor's entrance. When he came in as Leatherface, we didn't even talk about that. He came in throwing, like, wielding the chainsaw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were expecting him to do his, like, shtick with the fog, and then he just comes out <laughs> swinging a friggin' chainsaw <laughs> wearing a trench coat. You're like, yeah, okay. Uh, so Brock Lesnar will get cut in half, eviscerated. Uh, he will be actually murdered during the pay-per-view. He's going to be scraped be... scrape with the barbed wire, chopped yeah. with a chainsaw, hit with a crowbar. Thrown into the back of a limo that promptly explodes. Uh, oh, and let's not forget, destroyed by steel steps. Which, That's right. Which, uh, going back to Raw, uh, when he, puts the steel putting, in the he goes back, he, he, he starts walking away, stops, goes to the steel steps, kicks them to loosen them, picks up the steps, put puts the jagged side like corner piece down into the, the steps. The only thing I could have thought that could have topped that, like if he really wanted to go for it, JBL's hat. If he would have taken his hat and put it in the wagon, I that yeah. might have been the mo- moment of the year. That, that, uh, that, that would have been the... Yeah. He's like, hold on, one more thing I need. He sticks the hat and puts it in the wagon. And, and, and if he attacked <laughs> Brock Lesnar while wearing that hat? Yes. Like, that's just, how he starts just, the match. Just, He's wearing the hat. Just, just to show his true psychotic nature. <laughs> that hat's a character in itself. The hat's actually the best announcer on that panel uh, during most Raws. Didn't you know that? Uh, okay, so that's a cool match. That's exciting. Uh, again, whatever happens here doesn't hurt either guy. Uh, if this is to be Brock Lesnar's first, like, clean loss, kind of, uh, to Dean Ambrose, I-, I imagine that they both exhaust themselves, and the whole angle is that Dean Ambrose somehow has that fighting spirit where he'll always claw his way back into the match kind of thing, uh, and he-, he will, in a broken state, put his arm over Brock Lesnar and pin him. I think that's what's going to happen here. Um, it makes Dean Ambrose super strong for whatever whatever comes next, whether it's, a few- it- whether it's him going after Reigns, uh... Uh, whatever you know, Ambrose needs. I, I'm just on the point of he's going to beat Lesnar. Ambrose needs to win, and this needs to be it. Yeah, every but, time. But if he loses, so be it. Like he doesn't get hurt every yeah. time he's gone into someone like Lesnar, Triple H at Roadblock. Yeah, you keep going back. Yeah, he keeps losing. Well, they keep making a point of showing that uh, there's some shenanigans. Like at Roadblock, there was a three count, and oh, 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 it was under the, under the rope, so it doesn't count. Like they're 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 taking time to show that Ambrose is believable and can hang with anyone uh, due to his scrappy nature. It's a weird way to put somebody over. It's just like, he he's not physically imposing, but he'll keep getting back up, and he will basically outlast you. He's like Homer Simpson boxing. You're, uh, oh, and the comparisons with Mankind are yeah. very, very accurate. Because he, yeah. he is the new age Mankind who actually takes care of himself. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not eating a pizza and a hoagie every night. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that'll be a cool match. Uh, there should be some cool stuff. Uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, I, I always enjoy watching Brock Lesnar fight. I like the way he sells to the smaller guys, uh, like when he fought Seth Rollins and stuff. I I always get a kick out of it. He's he's good at it. Speaking of selling, Taker yes. and Shane McMahon. <laughs> Speaking of selling out, 
yeah, so here you go. Uh, they're in a hell in a cell. Uh, the, the company's on the line. We, yep. don't, we don't know to what extent, but the company Goldberg's is under the on ring. the line. Uh, so a few weeks ago on the podcast when we last recorded, oh, I, I called that uh, a cool angle would be if you were ever going to use Goldberg in any angle. He, he's not a fan of the company. He's not a fan of Vince, but he wants his kid to see him wrestle. You put Goldberg somehow in this match fighting for Shane, and he takes out Taker and loses Vince the company, and Goldberg can just ride off into the sunset, and Shane becomes... It, that that figure in his place it makes so much sense if you were ever going to use Goldberg now we should preface this by saying uh, this might be a spoiler so if you want to skip a little head I understand yeah. but there had been word that they had one well they, there's the big spot yeah. planned ahead and then a the big surprise the big surprise was Shane Man is going to come from a helicopter and elbow drop <laughs> Undertaker through the hell in a cell it's going to be incredible we're supposed to be able to find out tonight on yeah. the Hall of Fame at the Hall of Fame sorry that what what that person might be yeah our thought is Goldberg because Sting is getting inducted. Goldberg worked with him for a long period of time. <laughs> Hence, Goldberg will be there. That's what I, that, yeah. For the record, that is why we're saying Goldberg. Well, I did use my crystal ball. Uh, it was funny yesterday. We were sitting at dinner and uh, Chris and my wife was like, oh, there's a picture of Natty with Goldberg. And I'm like, no shit. Are you, are you kidding me? Like Goldberg's in Dallas? Oh shit, oh shit. And it was gold dust without makeup, uh, which doesn't look like Goldberg at all. But she, <laughs> she misread, I guess. And she yeah. was like, oh yeah, right here. And it was, it was gold dust. Uh, Goldust without makeup is also in of itself it's, an, an well, interesting. He, thing. Well, he looks like his dad, yeah, to a degree, but like thinner. Yeah, well, Gold, Goldust, Goldust also used to be a little bigger, not to the size of his father, but still, he, also, he basically during his time, his absence, no one has licked more ears than that man. <laughs> cheeks, his <laughs> cheeks and ears. Yeah, he's all over them. Um, yeah, but ultimately, so, so getting back to the match, we, I, I think that. My, my, after hearing that news, my thought immediately went to Goldberg, as you've said months ago, yeah. but now it's a little more fleshed out. If you're ever going to use him, this is it. Well, and his, his re- reemergence mm-hmm. would be to that fact. He would help Shane because Shane was the former owner, yeah. quote unquote, of WCW uh, or that faction back during the uh, the invasion, which lasted a month. <laughs> and yeah. basically that he would help... Th- a, a brand split. Do I think a brand split is still possible? Yes. Do I ultimately, with full confidence, there's, there's a lot happen? of things at work here that shows that a brand split is happening. Well, especially so, the, the advertisements yeah. of, of Raw versus WWE. Yep. So plus Undertaker losing to Goldberg uh, is you can sleep at night versus Undertaker loses clean to Shane McMahon. Uh, yeah. Let's be honest here. There's well, going to be shenanigans in this match. Well, yeah. My, well, because the, the only way Shane would be able to effectively beat. Taker legitimately, if you went superstar to superstar, it would be if he had a gun in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> the the only thing, uh, the only thing that, uh, uh, like the weird angle they're working here with Undertaker and Vince being at odds, and Vince like being like, "Hey, Taker, you're my bitch. Go fight my son for me," which is kind of strange. Is that Undertaker takes the fall on purpose? He beats the living crap out of Shane and then puts Shane's arm over him to lose the match. The, that's a believable angle I can see. Is that like, how's Shane McMahon going to fight the Undertaker? And the joke is he can't. Undertaker just absolutely crushes him, destroys him, uh, but then takes the pin. I I think that makes a lot of sense too. And that's a, a way that Undertaker could give a big FU to Vince. And then you have Tanker and Shane basically becoming sort of a duo, a team. Undertaker becomes Shane's muscle. Um yeah, but apropos of nothing, like, okay, so Cena's healthy. Cena can wrestle. Originally, there was rumors that uh, Undertaker's program was with Cena. Uh, the idea that Cena would come in and fight for Shane to split up the brand, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, you know, Cena's had his problems with the authority in the past, but as far as a story is concerned, I don't think that's relevant anymore. Um, 
and and re- really, if you're not doing the Goldberg angle, I think the uh, Taker takes the fall on purpose. Like Taker wins the match, as far as anybody who's watching is concerned, yeah. but loses on purpose to as an FU to Vince. I can totally that see works. it. I mean, the street, yeah. the street doesn't matter anymore, and yep. I understand losing at a WrestleMania is still impactful yes. to him, but at the same time, I mean, let's just... This is a match that really, going into, uh, you know there's going to be shenanigans involved, but you don't really know uh, to what extent. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see, basically, at this point. Uh, something entertaining will happen. That's all we can really know at this point. Some Someone's going to get uh, beat up. That's, that's, this is going to be a high spot. Shane McMahon is known for this. He's going to do something crazy, considering this might be the last time he gets to do such a thing. His his leap onto the announcing table on Raw was, in of itself, kind of impressive for a man of his age, physicality, and who who's not a wrestler, uh, by any stretch of the imagination. If, if I told you to jump on the turnbuckle and fly how many meters across to, to elbow drop Undertaker through an announce table, yeah. you would never do it. You'd kill yourself. You would, That would be it. Uh, so so credit to him, and we'll see what happens. Uh, but I think it, right now there's a lot of contention as to what match will go on last. Uh, of course, the, the idea there being is uh, if Roman Reigns wins the belt and doesn't heel turn, that the crowd will turn. Uh, the crowd will turn for him. <laughs> um, but... We'll wait and see, uh, because as we go on to the last match, we, we learn there's a no DQ, as we mentioned earlier in the show. Which is very So it blows it way open, like anything yeah. can happen now. Like, well, at first we were like, alright, well, we now understand, you know, we, mm. we, we get a straightforward match, two of them, but now they've opened it up, which makes me believe that, now, this is getting getting ahead of myself with this match, because I think it's going to be exactly what we expect, same mm-hmm. thing all over again, Reigns is going to win, but, and this is, this is, a lot of people are thinking this too, you are as well. Yep. So the Rock's going to interfere. Run-ins. HBK's bringing out a sledgehammer. That Like, that's happening. That's the, that's the WrestleMania standard that someone has to bring Triple H to the sledgehammer. My, my final interference goes goes to Rock interfering, Reigns winning, then Reigns knocking out Rock, goes heel, because they're, they're going to pull the Rock's thing on him, too, where Rock was heel. It's the only place I can really over. see the Rock fitting in other than teaming up with the New Day. And he said he's gonna yeah. Be, yeah, like it doesn't make any sense. And it's it's really the only way I would like The Rock to be utilized. I don't think that he's as tight a wrestler as he used to be. Uh, and to be completely honest, like the the promos he's been kind of, he's kind of like I haven't liked him. Like I used to really like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the last time he showed up and cut that promo, he's talking to Lana, and he's just like, "Yeah, remember when we like totally did it or whatever?" It's like, "What, dude? Come on!" Like it's tasteless. Which is, I guess, the Rock in a nutshell. <laughs> um, but uh, well, he, he he's <laughs> excuse me, he's allowed to break the rules. I guess. I guess. There's no there's yeah. no embargo on the Rock. The Rock does what the Rock wants. Yeah, he can say weapon as much as he wants. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I see the the as you kind of laid it out. If the Rock is involved in this match, he comes in to help Roman. Uh, Roman wants none of it. They've kind of very shittily set that up in the past that he doesn't want the Rock's help. Uh, and well, if he wins the title, actively turns on the Rock as the Rock raises his hand, and that turns him heel and it sets him up for Dean Ambrose. It sets him up for whatever. There's a, there's a program to go from there. Roman Reigns wins this belt as a face. There's, it's over. Like you finally did it. Vince, you finally did it. You <laughs> glorious bastard. Everybody booed. You looked in the face of adversity in front of all of your shareholders. And you said, F you, this is my boy, and he's winning as a as a face. And, and, so be and, it. And it, the similarities are really weird because the Rock was the same. The Rock yeah. was his boy. He believed in the Rock, and the Rock had talent. He did yeah. have talent, but he wasn't over with the fans. And he nope. he, he, he you, you need to be bad to be good. <laughs> Cena came in. He was a heel. Yeah, 
then he went to face. That's that's if you want someone to have diversity, and for and for him to be noticed, you've got to you've got to. The the confusing thing is that other than in name, Roman Reigns is already a heel. If Triple H some because they have the authority angle, so they can never like really make him a face. But people were down with Triple H as the face in this match, but they 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 don't lean into it. So instead, what we get is two gray gray area wrestlers. Uh, one that the the crowd's fine with, but doesn't really gain anything by holding the belt in Triple H, and one that the crowd is actively dislikes and doesn't want to see with the belt unless there's certain stipulation, like there's certain a certain set of things happen, and then okay, let's see what happens, right? Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens in this match. But the no DQ thing is super confusing. That was not part of any of the buildup uh, whatsoever, but it blows it all the way open. People might have been more hyped for this match knowing that anybody can really run in. Uh, and, yeah. Yeah. Really the only no DQ match other than the Dean Ambrose thing, right? It's a Hell in a Cell match. You can be disqualified in a Hell in a Cell match, that, can't that's, you? That's the really disappointing thing. We kind of know what to expect the last matches. So yeah. I, 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 I don't know how, like, other than what's been, like, regurgitated about Roman Reigns. Yeah. I don't know what else we can say, really. And it goes back to, like, at Roadblock, Dean Ambrose and Triple H, no gimmicks, just had a wrestling match, and yeah. it was awesome. Roman Reigns and Triple H, they obviously do not have the same faith. No. That they would just have a badass wrestling match. It's WrestleMania, let's, let's be fair. But, come on. Like, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. No gimmick required. Those two guys are going to put on a match. There's going to be spots that make it memorable. Enough said. Um, it's it's interesting that there's always some kind of something going on. Um, do you think that Roman Reigns wears the full riot gear at uh, at WrestleMania or yeah. just the vest? Okay, no. he comes in with the helmet, the shield that oh, he's hitting with a nightstick. <laughs> no, it's, 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 total riot gear. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's get to some listener questions. Then we got to go because you have to help someone move today. You have a really busy weekend, this guy. Yeah, it's, it's 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 no breathing here for me. Uh, so so hit me with something. Let's let's just fire fire right. away. Well, one of the questions was uh, with John Cena being clarified, clear clarified, clarified, cleared for action. And in what capacity do you think he'll be involved in WrestleMania 32? We kind of talked about that already. Yeah, but my my guess is even if he just shows up as a hype man, yeah. he's going to be there. There's no way they they don't. Truly, there's no downfall here. Yeah, the New Day thing makes sense. Um, I don't see him fitting anywhere else unless you set up a program with someone else in whether it be for the US title or whatever it's going to be like if you're setting up Cena and Ryback or, or something terrible I don't know uh, otherwise yeah New Day makes a lot of sense or just having him in as a hype man just have him there Just it's John Cena hey everybody how you doing Wrestlemania 32 pretty wild right alright well I'll see you on Monday and that's it that's all you need <laughs> from John Cena he's selling himself for the day yeah, after he just shows up that's fine that's that's all we really need. Uh, very likely that Stone Cold shows up in the show too, right? At some point, yeah, but I'm not yeah. sure what to what degree or how that would even work. <laughs> Who will have the best intro? Uh, I I've heard rumor, I've heard scuttlebutt that the New Day is coming in on flying unicorns. I don't know how this will be done. That happens. You can be a witness. <laughs> yeah. I will grab my laptop and I will buy the Bootios box with a T-shirt <laughs> right. Okay. At that moment. You said it. At minute uh, 42 of the second part of this podcast, Andrew will buy the Budio shirt if they come in on Flying Unicorns. Absolutely. Uh, I will be sold. I, and you know, it, it, it gets really excited. Because it has to be, does it have to be Flying Unicorns? No. Or just... It has, if they come out on just... Even if they're like pseudo-unicorns, oh, paper oh, yeah. mache, I oh, yeah. buy the shirt. Uh, I, I hope they do... Like, they spared no expense, and it's just like... You know when people make the box tractor or car, and it's just on their shoulders by a couple of strings? If they come out with unicorns made out of construction paper, uh, that's fine, too. Uh, that's got to be it. Um, don't forget, like, Rusev came in, came in on a tank once. That was pretty rad. Oh, man, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that. Triple H will probably have something, some kind of gimmick. Uh, who's, who's sponsoring this year? Snickers? 
Triple H will come in riding a giant Snickers bar. <laughs> melted you're to not his, yourself when you're hungry. <laughs> mel- melted to his button thighs. Bow down to the... To the chocolate. To the advertising dollars. Uh, and Triple H will always... To, to his credit, he will always be the guy who takes that bullet. He'll take it's the like, bullet because he can. We're doing the Terminator tie-in. Who's going to be the corporate stooge well, to come was, in as a Terminator? Well, uh, he, Triple H. Well, he was also a friend of Arnie, so I could... Yeah, that's fine. He's, Triple H has a lot of powerful friends. <laughs> that's, uh... It's got to be New Day. There's no way New Day doesn't have the, the craziest entrance in this uh, in this entire show. Let's be honest here. <laughs> uh, next question was from... Well, those first two were from Reed. Sure. Uh, next up, we have some questions from one, also one of another, another one of our listeners. Man, stuttering drunk? early in the morning. It must be. Gotta find them. I'll just vamp. They're all in the group. He's still trying to chat with me. How do you feel the... Social outcasts are doing, as in, <laughs> as in, are they being better utilized now instead of each superstar showing up every three months randomly? Yes, they... they get to be on television every week. Are you crazy? And they're mildly relevant. Uh, yeah, look at you, Bo Dallas. Like, <laughs> sorry, Westman. Adam Rose and Curtis Axel get to be on Raw. They're probably ecstatic. And, and, and for me, it's really disappointing to see, even even if he's being used in the social outcast, yeah. Curtis Axel is the son of Mr. Perfect. I mean, th- this is, that doesn't mean you get a, a free pass. No, but, but you, you understand his, like... You look, the pedigree. He, he, yeah. yeah, he has the pedigree to be something great. Yeah. And he's really being underutilized, I think. I, even before even before he was put kind of in the, you know, the, the early on parts of the show, he still could do something. He just didn't have a character. I'll, I'll reiterate, my, my dream program for the Social Outcasts is that the Wyatt family finally acknowledges that Bo Dallas is related to Bray, and they try to recruit him to the Wyatt family, and the social outcasts have to fight them to save Bo's soul. With, with the injuries, this would yes. make sense, but the problem is now he's taking up in the yes. social outcasts, doing the Bo That's a train. good program, because it makes the Wyatts relevant. The Wyatts feuding with anyone doesn't make any sense. They have no motivation. Bo leads the social outcasts. Against the Wyatts. Bray leads... <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, the Wyatt family, the and needs, they just butt heads. Because Bo seems, like, fragile. He seems, like, impressionable. I, I think he gets involved with the wrong crowd. I think the Wyatts try to win him over to, like, the <laughs> what, Bayou cult uh, that is the Wyatt family, and the Social Outcasts fight for him, and it's adorable. I think that's the best program you can have for any of those teams. Now, not a, fault, not a follow-up, because the, the follow-up question was also to the Social, uh, social Outcasts. <laughs> well, of course it was. <laughs> uh, Did they stand a chance at the end of the Giant Battle Royal? Are they... and? Are they even relevant now? Are they relevant enough to win? Maybe that was the question. Um, again, the Big Show won last year just because he's big. The, the Battle <laughs> Royale, I don't know, you, you need to look to... I mean, Wade Barrett won the King of the Ring. Look, how, look what good that did him. He's quitting the, the company because they didn't do anything <laughs> with it. He proceeded to lose every match. Uh, the Social Casts are... Uh, they're, they're a good uh, C-rank... C act on uh, on wrestling every week and they'll be they'll have a spot in this battle royale i don't think they win it they don't really gain anything by any one of them winning it no um per se yeah that's that's all <laughs> that, that, <laughs> there's not much to say about the social cast they kind of i think they're entertaining i think they're fine i i think there's nothing i think they're damn fine i think there's a uh, yeah there's stuff you can do with those guys that's all right they're better as a stable than they ever were individually like for, for damn sure so was there anything else? Or uh, yes, there's. Uh, do you th- <laughs> the way the way he, he put this grammatically? Will Shane do a crabby ass uh, <laughs> stunt like he did in the '90s again? I mean, that's the whole reason he's there, isn't it? 
Like, he's not a wrestler, but he will do something that other wrestlers aren't allowed to do. Well, he's he's going to go through the cage onto some thumbtacks or something. I don't yeah, know. Well, the, yeah, they, yeah. They, they they signed him onto an insurance contract, and then <laughs> they're yeah. going to do something stupid. But how do you... Cash <laughs> it in. I mean, if they do something as stupid as when he jumped off the Titantron, I mean, yeah. when I saw that, mind blown. Yeah. Absolutely. But How same, do you top that? At the same time, you can't top that. Yeah. It's because it, A, it's dangerous. B, it's your son. How you let him do that in the first place, and if he did that on his own, I don't know. Yeah. But... Like, how can you safely perform anything, Vince? Vince even again. When... Vince's dad is spinning in his grave that his 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 progeny is so involved in the product. Like his big thing was like, <laughs> you never get involved. You never put yourself in an angle. You're a promoter. Promote. True, but the only thing yeah. that, that actually paid off is with Austin because sure. No, I'm not saying it hasn't paid off, but Vin- Vince is is kind of breaking the the cardinal rules that that had been laid out for his company and it sometimes it works and more than often not it doesn't well you need to be very selective when it happens the thing is Shane has this gravitas yeah to when he wrestles it's a big deal yeah whether you whether you you like the idea or not or like him this and the and the Lesnar Ambrose thing are the closest to follow me here NXT matches you have where both guys are over and will get equal Shane versus Undertaker the crowd's gonna be split on that they're he's so over Shane that is they actually created, I don't know if it's thousand or hundred thousand dollar bills with Shane's face and they're available. Here comes at, the money! If, 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 if anyone who's going to Mania will be able to, I, I believe, will be able to find, I saw them, a picture of them. Do the you promo. think they it's, litter it's, the it's, arena with those bills if he wins? When he comes out. When he <laughs> just, comes just out. a bunch of money. He comes out and he, he does the whole like, you know, just. Yeah. And there's two just giant like bills. things that just shoot the bills yeah. out. That would be pretty awesome. Two, two giant cannons just boom. That might beat New Day for the, the unicorn entrance. He comes in riding a giant dollar bill. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I think we're done. Uh, I think the only other question I had was, uh, who is most likely to sustain a shoulder injury at Mania? Someone in that ladder match is, is going home injured. Miz. <laughs> that's, <and then laughs> pers- personal opinion aside, it's going to be Miz. Okay, sure. Uh, don't forget that, uh, what's the name of that movie coming out this week? Dolph Ziggler and Kane play cops trying to prevent a terrorist wait, attack. Wait, wait, what's the date today? It's the second. It's out tomorrow, I think. Oh, damn. It's out on, on Blu-ray, video on demand. Uh, you have Dolph Ziggler and you have Kane playing cops that are trying to prevent a terrorist attack at a WWE event. Listen, uh, could you think of a less timely thing to release in the wake of the Brussels terrorist attack and the biggest WrestleMania of all time that you're toting is one of the, like, there's going to be more people here than ever before. I hope no one blows them up and then release a movie that same day. That's that's bold, <laughs> I have to say. But Rusev has a gun and he pulls it on Dolph Ziggler and I'm going to watch that movie. That's all you need to know. I'm, there's, yeah. Well, for that, that exact reason, I'm going to be watching it as soon as I can. Yep. Nothing, nothing's, getting, nothing's getting in my way. I found myself watching most WWE-produced movies, uh, and I, I don't really regret it in most cases, because they're so bizarre. Do you remember the old Hulk Hogan movies of, like, Mr. Na- like Mr. Nanny? Yep. And stuff like that? Sure. This is, this is this, I have the same feeling getting into this, that it's, it's just going to be goofy fun. So, okay, so let's, one last thing before we go off the air here, so to speak. Uh, who is your far-reaching legend appearance? Who do you think Ooh. that people are not really expecting? Again, HBK, Stone Cold, these are guys that are very likely to show up. Uh, the Rock is confirmed. Hulk Hogan has said, he, while he's in the Dallas area, uh, apparently judging a arm wrestling competition. I don't know why you need to judge an arm wrestling competition. It's usually pretty cut and dry who maybe, wins maybe, or loses. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's just his, uh, his, his cover. cover. He's, he said in a tweet this morning that I read while I was on the toilet uh, that he is uh, <laughs> renting a boat... And that while he will not be at Mania, uh, he'll, he, be he'll, be, he'll be watching it later. With, with, with all the money he got from yeah. uh, yes. 
He's putting in a really oh, big television. <laughs> uh, my boat is the television. Finally, a TV big enough for my Wang brother. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say uh, Terry whatever's uh, yeah. penis was that big. I he, said Hulk Hogan's might have been. He needs to send that guy like a, a check or something for comparing his Wang to a thermos. <laughs> like, thanks, man. Like, you didn't have to do that. Well, no. According to Hulk Hogan, he said, it's, 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 not, it's not Terry whatever's wang that made complete it's sense Hulk to me Hogan's. that made complete sense to me it was, it, that makes sense that was that was so great too yeah yeah nope that's that's fine uh that a wrestler would have a bigger dong than uh than his actual <laughs> personal self that makes complete sense uh, uh so good uh, so hulk hogan i don't know kurt kurt angle he's done he's finished i think if he shows up it's in a non he's in the crowd it's in a non-engaging <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 he's not going to engage in anything he's done he medically he can't do anything anymore yeah um it's it's more just be safe and for for his you know his life well he he had cancer he had like bat he had a tumor something, yeah I mean, something he had a, bad he had a tumor but he's wrestled since oh he has yeah. but he he finished yeah he finished off with tna a couple they don't of weeks need kurt back. angle to fight like he can he can enter uh, like at any level of the of the company he's people uh, read uh at least likes him enough uh that that would be that'd be fine I well know. i kind of i kind of teased reed a little bit with uh with when he was he was talking about uh, Kurt Angle and how awesome it would be to see him and stuff like that, and then I kind of kind of gloated a little bit and said, you know, back in '04 when they had the back to back Raw versus SmackDown and SmackDown, he he uh, I don't know if he was injured at the time, and this was about nearing the end, yeah. but he actually uh, was the general manager in a wheelchair, yeah, and uh, he was wheeled out there when Cena was <laughs> he was wheeled out there. When, when Cena was uh, defending yeah. the, the U.S. title, and there was a rivalry going by between the two of them, and he said, uh, if you ever touch me, uh, I'll strip you of that belt, or the, so there'll be major consequences. It was here. He got stripped of the belt, and we chanted like "You suck" to his theme, like to, to Kurt Angle's theme, and yeah. Reed was just like, "Damn, yeah, <laughs> it was, it, it was Jelly. Just great." Uh, yeah, that's that's fine. But I I, honestly, when I, I think when it comes to a legend, I'm sticking with Goldberg because I just know he wants to come back. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I, and I don't know of any uh, things he's committed you, to this. It, I, I can't see anyone knocking on Bill Goldberg's door, selling him on that angle I described earlier, and him being like, it, "Like if he's if he's ready to go, like if he's in shape, if he's if he's willing to do it, there is no better angle that you would get that guy interested in. That is like, hey man, how do you want to be the guy who loses Vince the company again? And even <laughs> even last time he was with the company when he came in under the WWE uh, banner during one yeah. of the Rock's reemergence, his first reemergence, when he left to do movies, he came back." And then he came back, and it was at the time there really was nobody, kind of over to the level he was, except for well, Goldberg. He, and then Goldberg, yeah, Goldberg's music just hits, obviously like WWE variation of it, but comes out, and then he just shows up and absolutely annihilates the Rock. Gold, like, Goldberg was the Spice Girls of wrestlers. He was genetically engineered in a lab to be successful, and like that dude transcended wrestling. He was on all the magazines, on all the late night shows. Unfortunately, he never actually learned how to wrestle at that time. No. Uh, and there's a William Regal match that you can definitely check out on the WWE Network where poor Regal has to try to wrestle a few minutes for, with Goldberg. I, it was, it was, it was for about yeah. a five to ten minute match. Oy. It's it was, bad. He had to carry uh, him. And then to, then with that, he also had to fight uh, which, Hogan or Nash at a pay-per-view. Yeah. Which brings he, us to our last minute uh, plug for the Monday Night War because you can see all this crap there. And uh, it's, it's, it's definitely... Worth watching. It's one of the shows yeah. worth watching. That's definitely worth the uh, whatever ninety nine a month. Yeah, let's just put a, th- a little pet like plug right at the end of the show. It's like if you want to get back into uh, what was kind of the, the the contemporary wrestling, what kind of set the stage for it. Monday Night War on the WWE Network is what you need to watch. It's going to highlight all all the major names we're talking about. Basically, the people that people are still compared to. Like we said, oh, he's like mankind. Oh, he's like 
Stone Cold. He's like th- that was the the stable of wrestlers, the Attitude Era. And you'll and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll you'll find out what people reference WCW, ECW, yes. and they reference certain events happening in the past because it really broke ground in certain respects yeah. to why the company is what it is today and why we've gone into a PG era where certain things aren't allowed. Yes, absolutely. Uh, like blood on Samoa Joe. A lot of blood. Let him bleed. Let him bleed. <laughs> uh, I like the fuck TV chant. was good, too. It's that just is. like, oh, you're going to mop the blood off his face? Well, we're all going to give you the finger and yell fuck. It's like, yeah! Wrestling! Don't tell me not to. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? I hate you, Cena. Uh, anyways, that's, uh, that's I think, going to be the show. We went a little longer than... Uh, than we intended, but that's okay. So we're probably going to do a show right after Mania. Maybe we'll wait for the the Raw afterwards to see if anything really changes, uh, and then record a show this next week. Thank you for listening, of course. Uh, on behalf of Andrew and myself, uh, enjoy WrestleMania 32. Uh, we'll be watching it right along. I don't know if I'm just going to like set up a microphone. We can record a commentary, just like have it going. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if that's something people would want. Six hours of us bitching about <laughs> wrestling in real time. Because uh, that's usually what it comes down to. Is I'm just I sit in that corner. Uh, and I just, you know, watch events all, unfold all this, and, and all yell. This, yeah, all of us make these witty comments of what the hell's going on right yeah. now. I get too involved in things that are out of my control. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, for myself and Andrew, uh, this has been the Sultans of... Slam! And welcome to the town! Come on and slam!